Hello, hello. Check, check. One, two. You're back. We are back. back. Holy Jesus. shit, we're back? Back once again. When, when was the last time we did it? October? A month ago, nah, I think. It was like the beginning of November, I think. I feel like it was a month ago. Yeah, real quick, shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout, shout out, out to everyone in the chat. Thank you Appreciate very much that for shit. everyone for joining us right now. Day ones, who is it? Shout them out. Shout them out. Shout them out. Yeah, there we chat. got here. Who, who's chatted already? We got... We got Danger Zone, my boy Austin, Brian C. What up, homie? We got Jeremy. Um, that's all I said. Anything in the chat already? Okay, well, <laughs> shout out to you guys holding it the fuck down. Shout out to everyone. Um, Here, what's good, a, fellas? Let me, let me. Uh, oh, hold on. Where's my water bottle? Okay, we're good, me, uh, we're, good, we're good. Awesome. What's going on, guys? Shit. Welcome back. Um, sorry for the little bit of a hiatus. We've got some big life updates to kind of go through. We'll we'll touch on that first. Well, for the it's three not our fault for the hiatus. Eh, okay, it was kind of my fault. I remember. <laughs> Specifically, the last episode we did was the one where I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to get my shit together and start working on me. And then as soon as I had we had that episode, I kid you not, I was scheduled like five days a week, 50 plus hours at work. And it was yeah, just, we lived uh, together. I never saw him. Dude, I, I, I would see him come home and he'd just be like, hey, bro. And like he would just go straight to his room. Yeah, so tired. I so I guess I'll start again just quickly. I won't I won't hog the mic this time. Okay. But, I think I might have the biggest. Actually, we'll, we, we'll, we'll go this way. We'll go this okay. way. So, yes, as uh, Robert always starting. As you from the last episode, what's up, guys? It's your boy RC Lightning here. Um, so, boy. yes, I am unemployed. Woo! I quit my happy unemployment. Woo! I quit my fucking job. That's what's up. Um, no, I have been in the service industry for the better part of the last like nine years, and you know. My, the first restaurant I worked at, I loved. That's where uh, you know I met um, Ryan, Bulk Nation over here. And a lot of my best friends came to that experience. And then I also, the restaurant I just left right now, spent five years there. It's been great, you know, fine dining. Um, you know, I learned how to bartend. I learned how to, I was started as a busser, all that stuff. But um, it just, for those, of, you. for those of you in chat that have been in the service industry, one man can only take so much, man. Like How long is Prado? Five years? years. Five years. Five years. Yeah, bro. Wow. Half a decade. Yeah, that's uh and you know, it's it's and this is nothing to say about the restaurant, but you know, pro that job was a vehicle for what I wanted and kind of my growth. It helped me kind of afford my stream setup and my computer, my first computer that I do all my work on. But at a certain point, jobs stop being vehicles and they start becoming obstacles and i think that that's when you need to start lo uh, looking elsewhere i like that stop being vehicles and they start being obstacles. so right. you know i've i obviously have all this energy i want to put into what i actually want to do in my life and you know prado just kept getting in the way so mm -hmm. again no shade to the restaurant absolutely love the people there and the restaurant itself shade, shade um but it's just time for me to something else <laughs> so i'm i'm very much looking forward to these next couple weeks months however whatever happens with my, uh, my unemployment and i have potential kind of um i guess avenues for what to do next but i know it's not going to be a restaurant that's what is 100 percent certain so um fuck the restaurant industry it's rough man it it's, it's so it's rough. just oh god it just hits different bro it hits different just restaurant knows. industry jobs are the only time where like i would leave and i just would be like i, I don't want to go back to work tomorrow like it's like playing league of legends <laughs> Kind it's like, of. It's like you get in, you're just like, I just got to get through this shit. It's like physically taxing. It's emotionally taxing. You got to be the most chipper, endearing, <laughs> ultimate version of yourself for these people who are strangers. And you essentially have to make them. Especially for introverts, dude. Like You got you to turn that shit on. You do, you know? man. And it, it it's been great learning, you know, how to cultivate that, I guess, um, mask or that version of myself. But 
again, at, one man or one person can only take so much, and my, it's just my time to move on. So that's good, man. We're 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 excited for you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you finally took this step. It yes, it was honestly just defeating to see you come home and you're just like, bro. And then they'd be like, "Hey, podcast is Tuesday," and it's like, "I'm scheduled." Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> done it. Yeah. Week after week. So, I mean, it happens, though. Shit happens. Yeah, shit happens. Look forward to more consistent What's the Hype every Tuesday at 8, 7 cent. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> this, this pod has kind of become like a window into our lives because I feel like I know the last pod you spent a big time and you were like, yeah, man, like, I just feel like, you know, I just got to refocus my life, repurpose my life. And now today you're like, I'm unemployed. Fuck the <laughs> restaurant industry. <laughs> this is the only time where you celebrate being unemployed because I feel like even like two years ago when you you wouldn't be celebrating like fuck, dude. I'm unemployed. Yeah. But now, uh oh, pups are going crazy. 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 I think Cider just got home. Oh, did uh, she? Yeah. Forgive the pup noises. Forgive the pup noises. So the one howling, the one howling is. Should we? Should we try to go get one of them? We should. We should have blocked it off. That's uh, fine. Just let them. They'll get over it. Yeah, they'll get over it. There's probably there's probably like a dog walking outside mm-hmm. in the front. It will it will stop, but you guys should be able to hear us still. We're good. We're chilling. We're chilling. <laughs> um, but so, great update from you. Was there anything else you were gonna add, or? Um, I mean, just kind of look forward to uh, 3D modeling streams that are actually gonna start working on my portfolio. If you're at all interested in kind of getting into video game art at all, um, you know, not that I'm some sort of professional. You just, you know, if you want to learn alongside me, you're more than welcome to join. Plug Street, it. Plug it. Twitch.tv slash RC Lightning. Um, just here, I'll type it out in here. Professional my ass too. I think yeah. that's all bullshit. Yo, shout out Purely like Better in the chat right now. Shout Yo. out Purely Better from uh, the other He's side of the country. Better. Um, yeah, but that's about it. Uh, I mean, um, I'm unemployed, looking for a new job. Jacket okay. weather. Jacket weather. I don't know why I'm so cold right now, but yes, jacket weather. Um, and yeah. it's funny because it's like actually pretty warm outside again. It's gonna now. be pretty warm in Florida for like the next week or so, yeah. but. It was nice having those like couple of weeks. Of this will be the week. first Christmas I could finally spend with my family in five years. That's nice. Prado has taken my Christmas Eve and day after Christmas and New Year's Eve and day after New Year's. Was it even worth it, year. like monetary like wise? Like those days? Yeah. No, absolutely They're, not. Yeah. So then fuck that. It. No, but you need someone there to man the fort because fucking there's a certain demographic of people who have enough money that they just don't want to cook for themselves, so they force us to be there. Rich old white people. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's usually the demographic that would be going out at that time. Yes, it's all one type of person, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I digress. Vega, take it take it away. Oh, my turn? Mm-hmm. Life updates? So I'm also... Un- no, I'm kidding. I'm not. Um, <laughs> uh, what's up? What's doing with me? Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, over the holidays, um, I went up to Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Got to see my well, family probably up fucking there. cold up there. Freezing. This is for Thanksgiving? For Thanksgiving, yeah. I um, did see one of your snaps or something. It was, like, dark by 4.30. Yes. So so here, like, it gets dark, like... By 50. Yeah. 6, six. o'clock-ish, whatever. That's what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It would be, like, 4.45, and it was pitch black there. And it didn't get any warmer than, like, 35 to 40 degrees. Uh, it was it was horrible. Who like, you know, like... Massachusetts? Huh? Who lives in Massachusetts? Your sister? My from- uncle. Oh, I heard. Okay. My uncle on my dad's side, Um, who he he's... He has, a, he has a young son. He's, he's, I think he's turning too soon. Um, but, like, I, the last time I had saw him was when he was, like, a baby. Like, probably, like, six months old. So, like, it was, it was nice to see him, like, when he's, like, bigger now. So big. Um, they're also having another kid, too. So, it was, it was just kind of nice to just kind of get out um, and go see them. I, I didn't even think, like, I was going to be able to go and see them. Because I, I they were going to go up there, and I was going to have to, like, work. Um, and then I ended up getting, like, Thanksgiving, like, 
the last day, uh, like right before like the week was supposed to end, they were like, yeah. miracle. And they're like, yeah, you can go. And like, I had, so I had bought my ticket ahead of time, but I was like, whatever, if I have to like cancel it or get like another flight somewhere else for like another time, that's fine. But then it ended up working out. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Last couple of weeks have just kind of been pretty hectic for me overall, but it's not bad. Um, I'm playing a bunch of Pokemon. The new Pokemon came out. Brilliant um, Diamond? I have Shining Pearl. Mm. I got Shining, I got Pearl because that's the one I had when I was younger. So I was like, fuck it, let me just get the same one. I haven't met anyone that got Diamond. Everyone who I know I that got had diamond. Really? Oh, you got diamond? Okay, yeah. never mind. Have I you know played one. it at all or no? Uh, so I got it with my little brother, Derek. Derek. Over, he got uh, Pearl, I'm guessing? No, he got diamond as oh, well. Oh, you guys, okay. And I was, I was watching him play it, and uh, I'm going to play it eventually too, but like he, he beat it within like four days. Yeah. I probably, probably have something sooner than that, actually. Yeah. I, I realize <laughs> it's so funny, like growing up, like had I been younger, I probably would have beaten it within like a couple of days. But like, mm-hmm. nowadays, it's like you got everyday real life problems. Like it took me like a solid. I actually just ended up beating it like. If not yesterday, then the day before, like mm-hmm. beating the league. But there's still like a bunch of stuff to do post game, which is always nice. Um, but other than that, yeah, um, nothing too much crazy new with me. What about you? All right, so we actually got some really spicy announcements right, right oh, now. So okay, I I think that oh shout out Milton in the chat, my oh, man just Milton. Let's congratulations. just give a shout Oh my god, there was Mil- there was Milton's wedding. Jesus Christ, how did yeah, I? Yeah, so know? he Robert wasn't going to bring it up. Oh my god, but <laughs> our very close friend Mil and Tiffany just got married, yes. and that mm-hmm. was that was on Black Friday, and it was a beautiful wedding. Milton, I'm sorry I wasn't there for a ceremony. Robert told me to be there at 5 p.m. I got there at like 4:40, and you guys were were. Pretty much halfway done, so that's why you saw Cindy and I awkwardly. Yeah, Campos well, they they started it early though, and for good reason. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. a lot of the relatives were already there, and you don't want to have them just like sitting out there for, for sure. How long? But anyways, it was a beautiful wedding. Congratulations to you beautiful and wedding. Tiffany. I'm pretty sure you guys are in Hawaii right now. So mm-hmm. shout out Hawaii. Shout out Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah, it down. Yo, um, watching us live from Hawaii. Yeah. Thank you. But so, anyways, at least for me, I think that the biggest. So I I recently had like a an epiphany, so to speak. And I have been talking to, you know, my close friends about what I should be investing in and kind of like how I should be building up my future, et cetera. And I've tossed ideas around, but the the main thing that I decided on was rather than investing in someone else's product, I want to be investing in myself. So that's, that's why with um, my music production stuff, I, took like a two and a half year break, mostly because of the pandemic and shows really stopped. And I was working a lot from home and I kind of just found myself not working on it and kind of disinterested. But given that realization that I feel like investing in myself is the best thing that I can be doing right now, I think that has resonated a lot with me. And there has been a song that I've been working on for a long time. And the big announcement is that I recently published it. So it's going to be going live uh, December 15th. Song's hey. called Rotten Rhythm. Oh, so shout yeah. out Rhythm. It's my Rotten least rhythm. favorite genre of dubstep, uh, EDM, <laughs> but I think the song actually fucking slaps. There for the go. culture, bro. Yeah, for the culture. And the 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 shitty thing was that I, I've been sitting on this song for about two years now. And when I was opening up the project again, because I had taken such a long hiatus or break between like producing, I sort of had to relearn a lot of like the little things over again. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that I saved in that project, I didn't remember doing. and I didn't know why I did it. So it took me a long time to relearn everything and refigure out why I was like routing things the way that I was. Mm-hmm. 
but it all came back to me. Thankfully, it's mostly uh, muscle memory. So new song coming out for Book Nation. So that's really exciting. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be like on the show front just because uh, before the pandemic, um, Vega and I actually were playing a, a fair amount, honestly, throughout like downtown Orlando. Was it like once a week? Uh, it was starting to get more often. Okay. Like the, the club that we were playing at from Zach, uh, Attic. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So th- that was always fun. But th- so the thing that I don't like about it is it's really fucking exciting for the first 15 minutes. Yeah. It is the most fun you'll have in the 15 minutes. fucking marathon. <laughs> but you're there for four hours. So you're starting at like 10.30 p.m. You're not going home until 3 a.m. You know what I mean? Also, Sida, Sida is here as well. <laughs> but so in real life. That, that's, that's why I don't know if I'd ever actually want to play shows again. But I'm much more excited to just be releasing music again. Mm-hmm. I think that's like kind of the core of what I've done. I was in a metal band for a little bit. And then I think just being able to refocus with this is going to be really good for me. I'm able to invest in art. So I've been finding like artists that I like and they can be making the single covers for me. I saw the the cover for the, the single no, I, you posted. It, yeah, it's sick. It, lo- it looks pretty sick. Yes, for so sure. Just look out on my Instagram for Rotten Rhythm is going to be coming out on December 15th. And then another song is going to be coming out either soon after or sometime next year. So plug the Instagram. Yes, plug the Instagram. It is going to be, um, it's just, I think it's just, it's Bulk Nation. It's at sure. It's Bulk Nation? Yes. Yeah, if you want to plug that for me. Yeah, here, let me look it up right now. So I'll put the, put the link in the chat. Epiphany season? Yeah, it's Epiphany season. It's dude. Epiphany season. It just right. makes more sense to invest in like myself rather than someone else's product, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm going to be way more passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Like same thing with this podcast. I'm going to be investing way more in this than you know, Same. someone else's shit. Yeah, that is sure. job. So that's, that's honestly like my biggest life update. Still streaming a lot and I don't know, just overall exciting times, sure, but man. I'd like to jump into it if you don't mind. Uh, do anyone have any other updates and, uh, I'm going head first. Anything to get, uh, yes. Touch on the fucking MLB is locked out. I'm pretty oh upset about gosh. that, but it's okay. To, Everyone to, on the heat is injured. We don't have to, I heard, I heard uh, was it Bam? He, he's out for like six Bam's weeks. Bam's out. Now. Jimmy's out. Markeith is out. Victor Oladipo's out. Pretty much oh everyone gosh. on the team is out. Sports. So can we jump into it? One of these days we're going to have a sports pod. Tyler Robert Harrow has like three, 600 th- uh, three-pointers in 184 games. <laughs> Got that from the Miami Heat Instagram. Hey, there you <laughs> go. Shout out Tyler That's Harrow. what I'm talking about. Honestly, shout oh. out Tyler Hero. He's the fucking chat. Only down. What was that Mark Jackson? Like, a hero is more than a sandwich or something like that. Mark Jackson said that? Yeah. <laughs> pretty <laughs> sure. Moving on. I saw, I saw it on Reddit. I was like, this is pretty cheesy, but it's pretty funny at the same time. Ryan, take us into it, brother. Ooh, okay. I guess I was talking to Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to make something abundantly clear. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. It is really hard. Actually, it is really easy to not be a giant piece of shit. Here we go. Can we all agree? Can we all agree on that? I agree. I agree. Where's this going, though? So tell me me when I'm being a piece of shit, Mm -hmm. and I should go to jail for life. Oh, okay. (laughs) I know where this is going now. You know, I'm a a brilliant engineer. Good so far? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I work for a really, really big gaming company for multiple years. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of great work for the players. Okay. I work for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I th- does it, I don't know if he has a family, but you know what? I'm going to download Grinder. Totally Still nothing fine. wrong with that. Absolutely. Nothing. I met my girlfriend on Tinder. No problem with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, this kid's saying he's 15. 
do I continue talking to him? Absolutely not. And that's that. Immediately, you jump out of that. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculously inappropriate and disgusting. Absolutely. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now, this didn't actually happen in real life, right? There's no way that would happen. Bro, these people be tripping. So, Vega, if you could go ahead and give like the story about what I'm talking about. Find his name, too. So he was a, a senior vice president. Dox him. Dox him. I want to say. <laughs> no, no doxing. No doxing. Um, senior VP of PlayStation, PlayStation Network, Network or something like that, which first, I didn't even know like PSN itself would have its own senior VP, but. I mean, I, I could see it. It's like its own department. Or yeah, I guess like that makes Xbox sense. Xbox Live. Shows That's you how much I, I pay attention to like yeah. um, conglomerate and corporate stuff. But yeah, basically there was these people who um on youtube they kind of set up their own kind of like pedophiles thing and they caught of all people um george cassiapo i think is what it is you're a piece of shit george um yeah he got caught by these by these people trying to meet up with a supposed underage you know um allegedly Mm -hmm. Allegedly. it's not proven obviously but but he's already gotten fired from immediately got fired as soon as that story broke i think it was within it was it was on like it was on like, well, because it just started as a tweet and I saw it on Reddit somewhere. And then like Kotaku picked it up, all these different like journalism, you know, like, yeah, picked it up and like that. He was out. Yeah. Um, There's a video that is a, that shows the evidence, too. Mm-hmm. So the person that found him, he went to like the meetup place and uh, like, have you ever seen like these videos of like the world's stupidest criminals or like, have you yeah. ever heard of that mm-hmm, shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even though you're a giant piece of shit and you actually go through with it, why the fuck would you be wearing a PlayStation Five shirt? Yo, that was the, <laughs> that was the icing on the cake for why me. Why would like, you do are that? You kidding me? Of all the things that you could be wearing to like keep this on the DL, it's just like maybe you wanted to go to the kid and be like, "Hey, uh, I can get you a PS Five or something so like that." Fucking stupid and disgusting that someone with that, you know, pedigree would do that like the dude was 64 years old and he thought it was a 15 year old kid that that could that's literally like i'm gonna suck my grandson's dick i mean that's pretty bad that's pretty bad i right I, I don't i don't understand how like this guy wasn't just like oh okay god. we gotta chill what we need to throw <laughs> that up on the oh my god right. <laughs> i remember like, the guy was like you could talk to me or i could call the cops come on man come yeah. on it literally says ps5 on his shirt it's just like I, I will never understand why pedophiles exist or obviously there's more to it than just like what we're going to touch on. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. given that you're an executive for PSN and like there's just red flags all over the place. So I feel like you know? with the gaming industry specifically, like obviously I don't know, you know, for those tuning in, if you don't know, there are certain communities and pockets of gaming that, you know, are known for certain types of behavior like obviously there's all that smash brothers stuff that happened you smell bad yeah exactly oh yeah all that shit. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. talking about oh, yeah. so yeah, it's, all the it's sexual really it's really unfortunate. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah yeah and they're also like you know uh certain levels of pedophilia occurring when you have really young players who like we grew up playing smash brothers when we were fucking 12 i remember being 14 going to otronicon playing in tournaments and I was just this fat little kid, but like, you know, if you were like a girl that played and you're going to these concert mm-hmm. or uh, these tournaments and boys are inviting you to places to play, you know, it's just a weird, it's a touchy thing. And it's, it's just, it's not good, not a good look. And that 
it's just always unfortunate to see within the gaming sphere itself when things like this uh, pop up because it's like, come on, man. Like, we already get so much flack for being, like, a little more kind of out there than other people. And then it's like, okay, well, you have Sony execs doing this kind of shit. And it's like, it just gives everyone a bad look. It's a bad look for everybody, especially Sony, but, like, it's just not cool. Well, I think it's a good look on Sony because they fired that guy oh, for immediately. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not tolerating I mean, that shit at all. Well, I don't and that's care how long you've been. I mean, okay, but if you're a Sony, you kind of have to. Yeah, of like, course. There's Absolutely. no way you keep him around and, like, no people are okay Absolutely. with that. Yeah, like, Sony's not going to come out and be like, especially hey, there's in today's day and age where there's, like, <laughs> cancel culture and all that shit. Like, not that you're going to be able to cancel Sony, like, because of one guy, but, you know, they just, they had to act pretty quickly and they did. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so good on them. But it, yeah. it's just such a fucked up story because. How, how many other people has he done it to? That's like the first question that needs to be raised. Yeah. And then like think about what the experience would be for those kids that are dealing with that. Like, mm-hmm. do you remember what you guys were like when you were 15 years old? Awkward as a fuck. I, I was a little, I was just a little shithead. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And then I'm going to get coerced into coming to some dude's house who's 64 years old. Bro, if I was 15 years old and the fucking VP of, if it was like a chick and the VP That's of Sony so was telling me dude. to come through, I'd be like, Fuck yeah! Like, that's why it's so dangerous. Of though, course, dude. You're, she's the VP of Sony. Like, oh my god, that's so cool! And you come through, and it's like, oh, this just got really weird. Yeah. Super manipulative, dude. Mm-hmm. Because some dude that's probably you know self conscious about coming out in the closet or something like that, and he he gets coerced into like, hey, I'm I'm a exec at PlayStation. I can get whatever game you want. Mm-hmm. The self conscious little I'll you know you PS5. Kid. So I'm saying, dude, I'll give you a PS Five shirt. Come on through. Yeah. So, How fucking stupid! This is the you official. Open the door with the PlayStation shirt. His the face hype? was the best part. He was like, oh, God. "No hype, no hype." This, no. come on, bro. This is thumbs down. Anyway, so yeah, obviously it's fucking big hell, news in man. the gaming sphere. And like again, you know, even to, there was all that stuff that happened in Blizzard with the Blizzard boys and like the, that kind of the Blizzard boys, Blizzard boys. the Bill Cosby yeah. suite. That's Cosby what it was, suite, man. exactly. The Bill and Cosby boys. The the kind of male dominated kind of farting in people's faces punching each other in the ball shit that happens at riot and yeah and know. then yeah because uh, they had that lawsuit that they settled with uh with a bunch of female employees at riot a few years ago it was I like so. a, I think, no, like I think, 10 it, was, I think it was pretty recently actually it was like 2017 something. 2018 something like that but that was that was when all the allegations like went out um, yeah yeah so yeah, was, i mean bottom line it's really easy to not be a piece of shit yes 100 percent. it's like these stories come out and like we are people in the gaming space. We all have the same interests. Like we all commit over the course of our lifetimes, hundreds of thousands of hours into the same things these people do. But it's just like you hear about this behavior and it's like, you're 64 you, years why old. Why do you think this is okay? Why do you think this is you okay? You know what's right and wrong at that point. Yeah. Obviously right and wrong is subjective, but mm-hmm. you're 16, 64 year old man. Yeah. Shape up. The problem right. is a lot of those people, they like, I was going to say think, but they know that they can get away with certain things. No, you know, for sure. Like, they, he, that so, guy probably thought, like, yeah, I got enough clout and power to just oh, yeah. sweep this shit under the rug. I got yeah, enough clout, power, money. To, money, you know. Yeah. I want to make an actual... <laughs> I actually want to make a segue, because <laughs> this is actually a pretty shitty segue, going from talking about pedophiles to... Um, I actually heard about this on yesterday, earlier today. Um, PlayStation is actually trying to make... a uh, subscription service to, like, Battle Game Pass now, finally. Yeah, I saw that they were trying to make their own Battle Pass... See, here's the problem, though. Um, first of all, we always talk about... I feel like every game, every episode, we've mentioned Game Pass at least once. Wait, Sony's trying to make a Game Pass? Sony, mm-hmm. yeah. So basically, if you don't know what it is, uh, Game Pass, 
Microsoft a couple of years ago they kind of they kind of invested in a bunch of oh, game, game studios. Pass. Netflix they, for video games. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. they bought a bunch of studios and they all kept them in house. The biggest one was like the Bethesda acquisition that they made. You know, so now it's like Starfield is like a big thing. It's coming to Game Pass. They won all these different things, but basically Microsoft, after you know like the whole Xbox One kind of saga didn't go that well for them. They you know were like yeah we're gonna buy a bunch of game studios and all these things. And now they have the ability to do what they do now. They can release all these first party studios on these on the game pass you're only paying you know x amount of money a month depending on what tier you have mm-hmm. um but it's good because shoot why do i need to go out and spend 60 dollars when i can just have game pass and try this new game out and if i like it cool mm-hmm. if i want to buy it to have it on my own cool i can i can get out of this discount forza horizon that just came out mm-hmm. there's and try there's a bunch again there's a still a bunch more games that are coming out for it now um sony has what they call PlayStation Plus, and PlayStation Plus is basically what they just use to like. It's basically what Xbox Live was before, because I think now Microsoft kind of merged it all into one. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, if you want to play online, you have to have PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. So then they they started to do like, these things where they added games, like you can get free games every month, but they come out with like these different like options. Sometimes it's good, but most of the time it's kind of like whatever. You know, it's just kind of like fodder that people are gonna like add to their collection, but never really play. But now I guess they're really trying to double down and go like head to head with Game Pass because people are realizing like, you know, how much of a good deal it is. I mean, if you have like these trip, like like we were talking about, like Forza, like these games that are coming day one, day one, like I don't have to go to the store and buy this game. I could just download it from Game Pass because I've already been paying for it for however long. Well, that was our experience with Back for Blood. I literally bought it on Steam and then you guys were like, it's on exactly. Game Pass and I was like, refund. Yeah, because you, you were having trouble with the Steam oh, service. Oh yeah, you were having trouble with the And we're like, dude, it's on Game Pass. You literally yeah. subbed and like you were able to download it and we were mm-hmm. playing that night within the hour. You know, like, so now they're trying to do their own, Sony has their own called PlayStation Now, which is, it's, it's kind of similar. Um, I guess their thing is you're able to stream games. So like, if you have like um, a PlayStation, but you don't really have the space on your thing, but you have a good internet connection, you can stream it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure, cool. But the thing is, is that a lot of the games that they have on there are like older games, you know, mm-hmm. like games from like years ago, and it's just not really, it, it's not worth it. Um, so now they're trying to have, now they now they announced, or I don't know if they've officially announced, but people are saying, I, I, there's a lot of insider sources that are saying that they're trying to have their own like service to kind of combat it the game pass thing mm-hmm. i don't think it's going to do good though because you have to remember like in the gaming console market okay yes sony has probably been king for a while ever since the original playstation but when we're talking about just in the market in general of like how big these companies are sony doesn't hold like anything near to what microsoft is they don't have the clout to be able or the money mm-hmm. to be able to go out and buy all these studios like microsoft was doing all these years ago and now it's paying off in dividends for microsoft you know i'm sure they're probably taking some financial hit somewhere you know maybe on their consoles or something like that but the fact that they have all these people that are subscribing to these this monthly service just to be able to play these games it's it's a pretty big deal so i'm curious as to what you guys think on this like do you think like do you think sony could make uh you know a similar kind of thing to what game passes and like my my initial guess is no because they just don't have the the size that you don't think they have the library to do it so the only a, a lot of the games, though, I don't mean to cut you off, but a lot of the games that are coming out on Game Pass are now studios that Xbox owns. PlayStation has never really owned any. Like, they have PlayStation Studios, but they don't necessarily have, like, the IPs that Microsoft has that they're able to do these things now. You know, again, last generation, Microsoft wouldn't have been able to do these things. 
but Microsoft or Microsoft Sony's big thing was always like their exclusives, you know. But when you look at every big game that's an exclusive for PlayStation, it's not from Sony. It's from Spider-Man, Insomniac, mm-hmm. um, Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog for uh, Uncharted or anything. Square um, Enix, Square Enix for all the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. titles, and more and more Final Fantasy titles are starting to be branched out on other systems. You know, so like, I'm just I'm curious as to what you guys think is going to happen because I know they're supposed to have like three tiers of it now, but it's like, what are you? I, what are you guys doing? Like, that's not going to help. So I they, guess they're trying to combine now and, and PlayStation Plus, but it's... The only way that Game Pass exists in its current iteration is because Microsoft acquired those studios. Studios wouldn't just, like, allow... Yes them. and no. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... So, like, a lot of the first-party titles that they have, like Forza, for example, mm-hmm. it's is it Turn 10 or something like that? Turn 10. But I'm pretty sure they're owned by Microsoft, by Xbox Game Studios gotcha. or whatever. Bethesda now is owned by Microsoft. And that's... All of Bethesda, that's id Software, that's um, Bethesda Softworks, you know, all these games that have, because Bethesda itself was a publishing company themselves, but now they bought them out, like, mm-hmm. all the entirety of it. So, so um, let's take uh, Back for Blood, for instance. Does Microsoft own the studio that Back for Blood was made from? I don't no. know. I, th- I don't think so. Let me see. I don't, I'm pretty sure you could play it on PlayStation. So it's still technically possible to have... I don't have know if it's... Uh, well, okay. I don't I know if it's... it's not. I'm not sure. I don't think it's actually on... Um, well, I know it is on PlayStation, but I don't. you have to like pay for it up front. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't... Okay, so it's developers is Turtle Rock, and they're owned by... Or their publisher is Warner Brothers Interactive. So it's possible to have non-Microsoft-owned games as day one release... Um, titles on. So you Game want Pass. you want an even better example? Here's here's a hilarious example, and a lot of people were upset about this. It's baseball related, but um, you know how they have Madden that comes out. EA over here. We have Madden that comes out. We have FIFA. We have all these different games that come out. MLB The Show is really like the marquee. It's really the only kind of like baseball sports game that they have. Mm-hmm. It's made by San Diego Studios, which is a PlayStation um, owned studio. That was a game, a day one addition to the Xbox Game Pass for Xbox Series X and S, and I think one and two, one as well, not two, uh, T-O-O as well. But if you wanted to play it on PlayStation, you had to go out and buy it full price. So a lot of people were irked by that. They're like, why is it that a Santa Monica, a, 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 a Sony PlayStation owned studio isn't able to do something like that? But meanwhile, it's over on xbox game pass on day one mm-hmm. and that was 100 percent an mlb thing probably like yes the studio is is san diego studios which is i believe it's san diego which is owned by sony but the ip is mlb so mlb 100 percent, or probably sony or sony microsoft went to mlb and was like hey you know like nudge nudge like hey we can put this on day one but i think that's that's pretty that that just shows that money talks, you know what I'm saying? Where, so like, where my mind goes is that from a consumer perspective, having Game Pass is is great. You know, that's definitely mm-hmm. one of the things that Microsoft put forward that is Very really helping them right now. Um, but from I don't know how the studios themselves are compensated from revenue from Game Pass perspe- uh, specifically, as opposed to just releasing it on their own. I imagine the marketing and kind of um, the exposure you get from having your game as a day one release on Games Pass when it's as prevalent as it is within the Microsoft ecosystem, it makes it worth it because you're gonna have a lot of people playing your game, especially for a new studio, having Back for Blood as a day one release. I imagine it works similar to like the whole problem that people had with Epic Games. Mm Because for a while, Epic Games was like, 
we're gonna go shell out a bunch of money to your company, but you can only make you can make your game uh, an Epic Games store exclusive. Yeah, can't buy it on good. any other. Can't buy it on any other thing. Not Steam. Not Origin. Not on any. You know, Borderlands Three was like that too, right? Force part first. Yeah, because well, yeah, because I think I think Two K, or I don't know how the hierarchy works, but I think they're a part of Epic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I would imagine it's something probably similar to that. But the but the thing is, is like. Xbox owns all of these studios that are making all these games and mm-hmm. that are coming to Game Pass day one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. I just, I saw that and like for the longest time I was like, man, you know, I have a PlayStation to be really cool with PlayStation. Sony can have some sort of thing like that. But then when I actually saw that they were like working on it, I'm like, I didn't have the greatest faith. I was like, I don't think that's going to work out very well. I think it can work out. But the thing is, from the way you just put it, it seems like Sony doing this is more risky because Microsoft can guarantee that certain games paced out throughout the year will be available to make the Game Pass appealing. Mm -hmm. Whereas if, you know, Sony doesn't own these companies, Sony cannot necessarily guarantee that there are going to be games to fill slots or that people are going to come to the table with this because Sony doesn't own the studio. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, we want to have Knights of the, the the KOTOR remake as a day one Sony pass, whatever thing. But, you know, Sony doesn't own that studio. So it's like, what if they say no? Then that's just it. Then it's no. So what makes, I guess it's more risky because they don't have the same security or uh, presence that Microsoft does in the Xbox realm. Now, an important thing to understand is that when it comes to Game Pass, it doesn't necessarily mean that the game is only accessible on Game Pass, mm-hmm. right? It just means that it's going there to day one. And of course, there's a lot of older titles that are being added, and there's also things that are being like shuffled in and out, you know? Some games will be added one month, but then another month, you know, games that have been there for a while will be removed and so on and so forth, you know? But at least it gives you the time to be able to be like, oh, okay, I'm paying however much money a month, I'm playing the game, okay, I beat it, I deleted it. Now I can move on to my next thing mm-hmm. instead of going out there, paying the 60 bucks or whatever, having the physical media for it. And then like, you know, not being able to use it or whatever, you know? So I'm just, I don't know. I just, I was curious as to what your guys' thoughts was on that. Because so with the way that you're describing it right now, I think you're only looking at a, one piece of the pie. So let's yeah. say that you got a circle. That's a pie graph or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way that you're describing the success of, the Xbox Game Pass is that they have they acquired all these studios and they can get all these games there day one, mm-hmm. right? And that's a very large chunk of the pie. Let's say that's like forty mm-hmm. percent. But the other part of the pie is they also have a lot of older games on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So they also have games from the first generation of Xbox, like Crimson Skies is on Game Pass right now, mm-hmm. as an example. I know you can get Oblivion on there because I know that they have um, Bethesda there. But there's a lot of older games too. So if we're talking about the viability of a PlayStation Game Pass type thing, of course, I think of course it's viable. And w- even if they didn't do that, what are they going to do to compete? I mean, they're not competing that's right the now. Well, th- that's the thing. They need to have some sort of competition. This goes back to one of the things I said a while ago is that all the games are becoming a service now. That's just where the industry is going at the moment. And given the fact that they have a lot of really good, strong IPs, God of War being one, mm-hmm. I think that's a really big title. Um, Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. The Square Enix stuff that you guys were saying, Final Fantasy, but I know some of the games are on both platforms now. KOTOR was another one, big, uh, big one that was coming up. Spider-Man is always a really big game. Um, but I also just think that, I think you could argue that PlayStation and PlayStation 2 were 
at least PlayStation 2 was the winner of that generation. For the PlayStation 1 generation, I would say that 64 was the winner. But I just think that their library is big enough in order to get a strong return on investment. Mm -hmm. Because if I can see that Ape Escape is on PlayStation Game Pass, my ass is playing that. I'll get it immediately because I love playing those games. And I don't have a good way of playing them right now. And that's that's actually the big that's actually the big um like issue that a lot of people were speaking about. So like they from what I read they were going to have supposedly three tiers, which to me like that makes it Why does that have to be tiered? Exactly. Why? Why can't you just make it one service like either you do or you don't have it, you know, whatever. But I guess what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep PlayStation Plus for where it's at now, which is basically you pay for online. And then there's like a second tier which gives you basically PlayStation Now, which is like their service that they've had for a while, but it's pretty ass. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess the third service was going to be, or the third tier was going to be like, you had access to like older games like PS1, PS2, because you don't have that backwards compatibility anymore and other things like that. But I don't know what they were talking about in terms of like, like day one releases. Now, granted, as time has gone on, I've myself have become more of a patient gamer. You know, like I, I've never really for the last, I would say since Skyrim, Skyrim was like literally the last game that like, I waited in line for it to like get, and I went home and I like immediately. Yeah, people don't do that anymore. I think Smash was mine. Smash was also mine because a lot of people can just go online and just buy it and download it, and there's really no reason unless you want the physical media. You know what I'm saying? I still like having the physical discs. And and me too, for sure. Me too, for sure. But the other thing too is that when you look, obviously the availability of this current generation console, pretty much anything that uses a chip is completely fucked right now. But I also think that a strong case for this would be. The, I'm pretty sure the PlayStation 5 that is strictly with a hard drive is cheaper than the one with the disc drive. $100 cheaper, yeah. The digital yeah. edition. So yeah. the digital one is just the way to go. And why not just have that one? Because you're going to have like a bigger hard drive on it anyway. So. I don't think there's a difference in hard drive size, though. I think it's just oh, one, one has the drive and one does. Yeah, it's not like there's not as much a disparity like between. It was a hundred dollar disparity. No, I well, think th- there is a bigger drive in the one without a disc because no, 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 you no, don't no. have the crutch of having the disc to be able to um, like not have as much uh, hard drive space. I have a PS. No, because you the PS the, the games install on the hard drive regardless. The, 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 yeah, they all install. That's that's been a thing since like PS4, like last generation. Yeah, yeah last time um, they started doing that. I haven't. It's, I've it's been not like well, like the while. series. So the Series X and the Series S. I think it's like the Series X is five hundred, yeah, and then these. you have everything, Goddamn. and then the Series S. I believe it's it's three hundred, right? I think it's less. Yeah, but it's at that point the Series S doesn't have this the same. Yeah, it doesn't have the same amount of um, like GPU processing power, but it's still pretty good. Well, it's the, still the good point enough. that I'm still making though is that everything is going digital, mm-hmm. so they need to have something to compete with game pass so i think it makes sense i think they have the library to do it they might not have all the studios that they have but i think that there's enough titles that are releasing on both platforms to be able to carry them and i think with the additions of the exclusive titles that they have i think they would be fine if and they could always go out and buy some some studios too very true if if the studios that are currently ushering in like the the big ips the console exclusives play nice then they definitely have a service worth rivaling for sure without a shadow of a doubt a majority of the games i've played are like on console have been split between sony and nintendo so like if that came out for me i'd be like yo i i, I would probably throw down for it mm-hmm. yeah true and i'm not saying like sony needs to go out and buy these studios i'm just saying like 
This was they gotta do something. This yeah. was an investment that Microsoft made years ago, and now it's paying off in big dividends now. I mean, know? even Nintendo's doing it with their their whole like monthly whatever or the yearly thing. Oh, you well, pay I'm pretty for sure the... they fucked up on release with that though. Oh really? Oh, you're talking about the expansion pass? Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. Thing. How the fuck are you gonna have a DLC for your subscription service? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. And then the amount did you guys of input get it? lag. No, I didn't. No, get I didn't. Yeah, the I didn't amount get of input either. lag with like some of the games that you play, it's yeah. fucking awful. Oh really? So yeah, it's really bad. Well, there goes that. So I was I was considering because I was looking at it one time to see like how much it would be to upgrade. I was like, uh, maybe, and it was like, nah, it's not worth it. I would have been basically paying like full price essentially, despite me having like a yearly subscription to the Nintendo thing. Mm-hmm. I, I digress. I think that the, the new PlayStation thing, I'm I'm hyped for it. Hyped for it. We'll see. I'm, I'm in the Are we middle. here? Are we here? Like Gladiator. As when, much as uh, a Sony like fanboy I am, I'm I'm skeptic. So I'll put it in the middle. <laughs> okay. All right, so next topic. Um, I, I mean, I have a couple. Obviously, there's one that I want to end on, but a quick one that I think is fun. There's a new update for Fortnite, which is this guy. Oh, been playing yeah, it, yeah, And yeah. there's a new update Fortnite. for Apex. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to cover those. So I'll, I'll take the... Apex every episode here. I mean, I play it. It's part of the company that I'm in, and it's a pretty big True. game. So mm-hmm. firstly, uh, um, so just answer this question off the top of your head. What season do you think of with Pirates? What's wait? Say again? What season? What time of year? What season? Do I think about pirates? In? There's only four choices. Oh, mm, I pirates, never really thought summer? about pirates. Okay, so you say summer? I'd say yeah, spring or summer. Yeah. Okay, so the beach, the ocean. Waves. Do we see pirates in Antarctica or like Alaska or anything like that? Nope. Have you I mean, seen the Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. yes. Are they in snow? No. no. Okay, so basically, the point that I'm getting at is. The new the new collection event for Apex is it's called Raiders, okay. and they also release their Christmas stuff along with it. Okay. So and the the map like when you first log in and you're at the the main menu, you know how you, like, you have the three characters standing there. Mm-hmm. So right now they have the the Christmas one, so it's like snowing and there's like Christmas lights and everything, but everyone is dressed as pirates because you have the new pirate skins. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand that. I think, <laughs> but it makes sense for the new map, Stormpoint. There it you go. It makes sense, mm-hmm. but there's obviously. A mismatch with the association. Yeah, it seems a little there. odd with like releasing yeah. time. And but the thing whatnot. is, that's like the only bad thing. I actually I shouldn't say that because the long-awaited Watson heirloom has been released finally, and Watson mains are upset about it because she works at Walmart. It looks like a price scan, mm-hmm. or, as, or as Brian says, it's a glizzy. Mm-hmm. A glizzy. <laughs> so, God damn it. yeah, they had a new collection event. They have their their was um, it Horizon. You said no Watson. Oh Watson. It's like a Watson heirloom. They, so respawn is calling it an an energy reader, but it looks like a price scanner. An energy reader. Yeah. So, but anyways, I I was hyped for it. The the cosmetics looked pretty good, and I think that Apex and respawn are really finding their groove with how they should be doing their monetization off of a free to play model with a battle royale game. I think they've been doing a really good job. Some of the more recent programs are kind of ass, but anytime they do a collection event, it's usually pretty hype. And overall, I'm glad that they did it. I wish they did a new limited time mode other than the the Winter Express, which is like a little game mode where you're deployed on a ship and you have to like take the train. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a conquest thing or like when, when the other team's dead. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was. I played it last year. But so that's always fun. Going to be checking that out. I'm hyped for it. And I know that <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> it does look like a fucking price scanner. I just yeah. saw it. <laughs> it looks stupid. Oh no! But, what the picture? Oh, let me see the thing. It, it's it does it does look cool though. I personally thought it was cool, but when Watson Main saw it, it was just nothing but negative feedback. 
Okay, so it's got as, a little lightning bolt on it. That's as, cool. As someone who doesn't play as much Apex, Look, what is what is an heirloom again? It's basically like their legendary. It is the skin. thing that says you spent five hundred dollars or got really lucky or got really lucky. God. Good. So you take that one. Now look up Revenant's heirloom. Revenant. Okay, I'm looking up Revenant heirloom. And you tell me if they're of, of equal quality. I put Revenants at like the higher end of production value. Just looking at this, right? Or that just that clip. This scythe looking thing? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a fucking death scythe. That looks pretty cool. So if you equip it, it takes the slot of your melee. Instead of having a normal melee, your phys your melee attack is using your heirloom. It's only when you're holstered, though. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So when you holster your gun when you're running around, because that's what you're mostly doing in Apex, going from POI to POI, you have your heirloom out. So one of the characters that I like is Caustic. He has a giant, like, toxic hammer with his face on it. Looks sick. So is the heirloom just, just like this thing, or is it? This is a cosmetic. It comes with the air. So when you get the heirloom, you get a unique catchphrase that you can use to taunt. You you get the heirloom itself, which you can equip in game and flex, and you get a pose, a animated, animated pose, pose yeah. um, for whenever you your banner pops up, and it essentially is like I got the heirloom. Yeah, yeah that, like it's I like a max. It's a and it, it flexes the heirloom in the pose as well. Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was like a unique. Like every time you had it, it was like unique like skin and everything like it's unique to that character and eventually they're gonna have yeah. one for each character and watson is long overdue because they released ramparts and she came out i think season six or seven watson came out my with my first foray into apex watson was season two so yeah. i can use like i can use like the fucking heirloom with like a bullshit like normal skin mm -hmm. yeah that, that would be so awkward i'd feel like it's a flex bro it is a flex. Yeah, is so it? overall, I guess. hype for the new Apex event. I don't know why you guys are doing Pirates in December, but... <laughs> well, I'm sure we're going to go into certain FPS games and how they handle monetization. Oh, and Let me get um, my notes. But I will say, I have, I've been keeping up with Apex news, even though I haven't been playing it, and I agree 100%. Apex has been doing a great job um, with like how they make their battle pass, how they make their... Um, how they uh, structure everything like they've also had time to work on it though because i remember when it first came out people were complaining and i wanted to bring that up too yes obviously when the first couple bought a passes i remember there being lots of news and buzz about them being really shit really hard to go through very inefficient like you you had to grind and but like playing in the last season i was just playing with you and i got to like uh at like level 78 or something like that just by playing games not even trying to get through it and just play the game and you get stuff there you go and that's really wow. cool that's a tough that's a tough formula what a crazy concept and like, let me let me remember that for later the progression <laughs> felt good i got goodies i felt more invested in the game i spent like 20 bucks on like a pack or something like that but like i feel like i only justified that purchase because i was given so much stuff and getting better and feeling like i was more invested in the game not because it was a slog and like not like oh well i've invested 80 hours into aim training and playing with ryan but i've only i'm at battle pass level eight and like i don't really have much in this game so it's like fuck this i'd, I'd probably dip out earlier for sure um, but Fortnite. So before we get into any other games, yeah. Fortnite. So how does the chapter stuff work? I saw that this is chapter three. Yes. So every chapter ten, three. every ten seasons, there's a new chapter. So Ooh, okay. okay. Oh, so how how often are the seasons? I think it's yearly. Um, no, the not game yearly. Has not been out for ten years. Yearly no, no, no. seasons. So no, every season is like um a month, two months, I think, okay. something like that. Okay. Yeah. So that's a new season comes out. They have. The way it works is they have like a, a roster of um, characters that they 
there's like underlying lore and stuff, but we're not going to get into that. Anyway, the new season is they always have a collab character and then they have new characters within the Fortnite or returning characters within oh, the Fortnite Oh, so that universe. was just when uh, the Naruto like had just come out or whatever? So that in itself is, I'll get into that, but that's just a, a different collaboration. Like obviously- That was just like a limited time event Yeah, a limited thing. time okay. event type of thing. So with the, with the previous one for the last, this was chapter 10 of season two. So they had- um, like this one rainbow unicorn dude. And the, as you go through the battle pass, you're able to unlock uh, the skin. You're able to unlock variations of the skins, like different skins that fit the theme of that character for like your pickaxe and your glider, VFX and all that. Um, and as you, and at the very end, they had the collaboration character, which was Carnage. Um, and then- From like Spider-Man? From Spider-Man, okay. yes. And then as you, at, once you're done with the battle pass, you can still reap more rewards, which are more variations of the skins up to, I think, a gold variation of each skin. And then even the Carnage um, skin had, like, a different version of it as what well. What if it was, like, Carnage? Like what the fuck is Carnage? Poppy Gordo, like, He's, like, Red, carnage, red like Venom. It's, like, the fuckboy Red Venom. From You've never seen Carnage? If I showed you a picture, you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, within the Spider-Man universe, or Venom specifically, there's Venom. And then there's Carnage and Anti-Venom. And those are, that's, like, the white one, the red one, and then Venom himself. I just know that Tobey Maguire killed... Venom. Yes. So this is um, Carnage. You're saying there's a bad Venom? Yes. So I mean, Venom himself is like an anti-hero himself. So Venom isn't the only symbiote. I guess Spider-Man segue here. Venom isn't the only symbiote that they were working on. Um, Get Sida in here. She'll probably explain this shit. There are... There are (laughs) multiple suits um, that they were working on, and Carnage is one of them. It's Carnage. So Carnage is like pure evil. He's just like an abomination. There's no way you've never seen Carnage, never not once before. I refuse to believe it. Did you play the original Spider-Man for the PlayStation 1? Oh, damn it. He was not. He was a big bad in that one. Anyway, um, so that's really cool because you have uh, different collaborations that will happen throughout a season, which can uh, make people want to keep coming back. Okay. But then you also have progression for the five new characters. They all have multiple skin variations. You're actually rewarded with premium currency in the battle pass um, and a good amount of it, too. So if you can have to buy the next one, right? Uh, Essentially, yeah. I know that's how Call of Duty works, at least. So if you're doing the battle pass and like a collaboration like the Naruto one comes out, if you just do the battle pass, you probably have enough premium currency just to get whatever you want in that collaboration. Oh, okay. So... Season one, um, the original map got flipped over, and now it just flipped back. So now the the first map of Fortnite has become the new main map because it's been a different one for Chapter 2. So the, f- the original map is back? The original map is back. We're talking about, like, Tilted Towers and tilted all that Tilted Towers, show? yes. Oh. So the original map is back because uh, it flipped back over. Uh, but there's new mechanics. Things have obviously changed a little bit. Um, did they have a big spectacle like they did yes. for, for Chapter well, 2? Because yes. I know that was like they shut everything down. They were like, oh, my God, what happened? Um, and then it just popped back up. So I don't know if there was any downtime. uh, Or no, there was downtime because the way it worked is if you saw the the cinematic, like, you know, there's... It's a lot to get into, but essentially The Rock has a cameo and he... (laughs) He does the eyebrow thing in the trailer. He does Does the eyebrow thing. Mm -hmm. And your character follows him and he kind of gets you out of the fact that there's this like multidimensional evil being who's like um, trying to destroy the Fortnite world and he saves you. And at the end of it, essentially, um, the entire map gets flipped over and then back to the original side. Um, and then your character's kind of just left floating in a log in the ocean. And that's kind of like this. That's just the screen until um, the game went live again. Interesting. I just think it's so I was watching Fortnite. Uh, I, I forgot what streamer it was, but I just thought it was so funny because 
Because, like, they were just, like, this normal-ass-looking character, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, fuck, it's Marshmallow. And he just mows down Marshmallow. (laughs) And then it's, like, the next fight, it's, it's like, Rick from Rick and Morty. (laughs) Like... (laughs) It's just funny to watch that because it's like LeBron make, James and all the yeah, minute too. Like, it too. Uh, it's like so you so can many. fight Marshmallow and then it's like oh fuck I gotta fight Travis Scott now. Or it's <laughs> like oh fuck now I gotta fight Master Chief. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> it's, it's so fucking funny. So and I, that's why I want to play it. I've been playing Fortnite um, oh, casually shit, for the last month just because it's it's a lot less investment than Apex. And if I just want to log on and like pop off, like obviously it's a lot easier doing a Fortnite. And it's fun, man. The game is it looks not, complicated, dude. It's not complicated at all. I, I, I remember I played it once when I was at uh, when I was at work uh, during one of my breaks, and they had just released all of the NFL jerseys. Mm-hmm. So like, I literally went into the game, and I'm like, okay, I was doing mouse and keyboard, and it felt pretty good. But then like a guy just flew in at me, and I shot at him, and then. He, he just like erected a giant tower and i'm just like that's my thing oh, so i can't i can't do that i don't know what when it was you guys played last but I, at least from my experience and i probably it was season put, one okay well that's the thing it, they it was have, like 2018 they have way better skill-based matchmaking now so like anyone i play with nobody okay this guy was like pro fortnite no you and don't like, play with those bro. people i literally shot him and you like, miss yeah you miss one and then he just a skyscrape out of no, nowhere no, and you're no, just no, like no. What yeah the that that doesn't happen anymore. I haven't okay. played. I've maybe played with one or two people of that skill level, but for the I'm most down part, to play, by the way, huh? I'm down to play it. Let's do it tonight. I, I just think it's funny to see. It's like you're, you kept Marshmallow. Oh shit! It's LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron. Oh shit! It's Master Chief. Mm-hmm. It just looks so oh, shit, fucking, it's fucking funny. Fucking Naruto it's fun, and Kakashi. Like. It's fun. It's because it's their art style too. Mm-hmm. Like that's the other the thing. cell shading. Yeah, because Rick and Morty has a very specific art style. Same with Naruto. Mm-hmm. And, and like when you see them in game. It's it reminds me of when I might be dating myself, but they, there was a collab <laughs> between Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. And there was a point where like their dimensions like Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Timmy Turner and the Fairly Odd Parents came into Jimmy Neutron's world and they were like in that style. Mm-hmm. But it just looks so hilarious because it makes sense and it looks good when you see Naruto, but then you also see like Rick, mm-hmm. <laughs> like next and Ariana Grande <laughs> and fucking LeBron James. James. Yo, I just and, kept Marshall. Yo, all star cast. And it's cool because like for the Naruto collab, they like they decked out. Um, they had like Akashi on the map as like an NPC, and you could do like quests for him, which help uh, give you experience for the battle pass. So mm-hmm. the whole ecosystem of how they roll out new content encourage you to engage with new stuff on the map. Um, yeah. have you run around the map and play the game in different ways? <laughs> oh my gosh, the fucking Timmy Turner, and Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, you don't remember that? No, I've oh never my gosh, seen. Dude. That. It, it was on the late. It was. I was starting to enter my teens. I remember that. I remember that for, for, for sure. Nickelodeon for Jimmy sure. Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Yeah. Is that what it is? Um. Oh shit! Shout out Brian. Yeah, Travis Scott also on Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, I know. he's still in there. They he didn't take his skin though. out. He had a concert in there. I heard people died. There he goes. Piece of shit. Fuck you, Travis Scott. Wasn't um, he like the big proponent for like the season two thing or the chapter two thing? Travis Scott. I don't remember seeing Travis Scott's character like do anything there. I don't no, remember. he's in it, right? Yeah, no, he's definitely he's in, in it. He's in it. Maybe yeah. from season one to season two, but at least Travis Scott's like character didn't do anything relevant for like the last season. I don't think. No, no, no. It was it was from like whenever they did that whole black hole thing into. Oh, okay. So maybe that that was two. like yeah, that was like a year and a half ago. I don't oh, know. so just to reiterate, Travis Scott had a bunch of people kill at his concert. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. We don't. Tell us Travis Scott is not hype. Oh yeah, at his a- atmosphere. Astro World. Astro World. Astro World. Yeah, people were dying. He was just singing. Fuck mm-hmm. you, Travis Scott. Um, 
but yeah, Fortnite's really cool. The new collab character is Spider-Man. So obviously with the new Spider-Man coming out in December, which um, is cool. Yeah, you have the new Spider-Man coming out in December. You have the uh, announcement for the second Spider-Man um, into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse that just came out. Part Spider one. Part one. And That's then cool. Spider-Man's a new collab character coming after Carnage. And then can I buy the Master Chief skin? No, I think it's like oh, it's like a limited dude. time thing. Yeah. Okay, that makes you would sense. Ha- I so don't know if they come back though. Th- they do. The shop refreshes every single day, and every day they'll have older content there that if you want to buy. Damn, every day. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I think there's weekly deals and stuff, but I would have figured it would be like on a weekly rotation. I think the way it was explained to me is that like Naruto, for instance, because that came out as like a limited thing and it wasn't attached to a battle pass, he will come back to the shop. But oh, if okay. it's a skin that's tied to a battle pass specifically, then it doesn't come back. Yeah, to the that shop. makes sense. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if Master Chief was sold as like a limited, it was a limited time thing. He wasn't part of a battle pass. Then he'll come back. Yes. For so, sure. I, so the other thing that I wanted to bring up, if you don't mind me transitioning, because I wanted to get some input from him. So I saw that Bungie is doing the 30-year anniversary and they just, just released today. the event. Mm-hmm. So Battle Rifle, the Magnum, and the Energy Sword are in Destiny now? So like there's a form of it? There's a couple oh. of different things. It looks um, hype, dude. I watched the trailer. I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. So there's there's a couple of different... Um, it's it's Bungie's 30th anniversary. Yeah. So they take things from like... Um, Marathon? Marathon, Myth, um, Halo's definitely in um, there. Oni? Oh, I didn't. Oni's one of my favorite games. I, I haven't. I don't know. If I don't have, ever played Oni. I haven't seen an Oni reference yet. Maybe I just haven't like noticed it, but I haven't That's seen anything yet. That's old school shit. Yeah, I have no was, idea what you guys are talking about. Oni. Oh, it was. It was a game for the PlayStation Two. It was really good. Um, Marathon, anyways, I think, was their first game. That it was, it was like a Doom clone. That or, I think so. It was either that or Myth. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Either way, um, from what I'm from what I'm understanding, there's there's like a free to play portion of it. Um, and then there's like a paid portion of it and the paid portion of it gives you like a lot of cosmetics and stuff um, for the individual characters, but there's the weapons that you can get. So like there's, I believe there's a, a shotgun or a grenade launcher. That's from myth. You have the battle rifle. Um, Do they is, call it the battle rifle? It's called, I think you'll get a kick out of it. So it's called the BXR. You know why it's mm, called that? That's dope. Yeah. Come on now. Of course he does. I don't know. Tell me. So, so if I'm not mistaken, you can correct me on that. But that was the original because Battle Rifle was introduced in Halo Two. I think it was two. That was that was the original like multiplayer like combo. So it would be like you would melee them and then you would like cancel the animation with like a reload and then you would like shoot them. So that's oh, where BXR came gotcha. from. Yeah. So um, the only the only way it worked is after their first title update where they made melee damage do 100% to your shields. Mm-hmm. So you'd be one shot. And when you cancel the animation, you can immediately shoot. So it was very, very quick. So there's also a That's new... That's though. There's also... I thought it was pretty cool. There's also a new perk in there. I forget what it's called. It's like Blunt Rounds or something like that. Blunt Round Execution, I think is what it's called. But it's specifically... Um, it's a new perk that they made. I think... I'm, I'm pretty sure only this weapon can roll it. Um, and it gives you specifically more damage whenever... If you melee someone recently and then you shoot it within like the next couple seconds... Hmm. It gives you it gives you increased damage. That's dope. Which is cool. And then also in the game, um, different guns have different frames, and they all have like different archetypes, just like in many games. You know, you have different archetypes for weapons. And for this one, it's its own unique one, and it's it gives you like increased like handling, accuracy, stability if you're firing from the hip, mm. as opposed to like aiming down sights. Yeah. Which that's again, Halo. that's another yeah, it's another callback to Halo, which I think is pretty cool. I was playing it a little bit. I didn't I didn't play too too much. Um, because I came here to record with you guys, but I'll probably play it more like tomorrow or the day after, but it looks cool so far. Yeah, still exciting that they get that 
uh, Destiny Two gets the Magnum Four Halo Infinite, but yeah, so that's a it's a it's an exotic gun um, in the game. Mm-hmm. It's called the Forerunner, I think is what it's called. That's cool. Um, but it, it literally just looks like just like the Magnum, but it's instead of it being an actual like hand cannon, which would be like like a like a revolver, like a revolver type thing. It's a sidearm. Oh, okay. Um, which I feel like if it was going to be like OG Halo One, it probably should have been a hand cannon. It was a three shot kill. That shit was, was ridiculous. Was hella broken, was so dude. stupid. So broken. But, yeah. but um. But yeah, there's like there's other swords in it too. Um, like I said, I haven't played too too much, so I, I don't know very little of it. But How maybe do you get those weapons? Do you buy them? Random rolls. So like mm. in the game, the way the game works is just just like really any other like kind of MMO oh, it's RPG. The, the fucking little the little box that you open up, right? Oh, engrams. Yeah, Engrams, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. basically, you do an activity. If the activity has stuff that drops from it, you have a chance to get a weapon. Um, you can pay a currency that you get in game to like open the chest, and it specifically has one of the newer weapons from it. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. It's pretty cool. So, we're ready to jump into the long topic. Let's do it up. What are we talking about today? You know, <laughs> we we had a whole episode a very first episode, episode one episode one it was episode one so now we've About. come full circle episode two is pokemon too mm-hmm. <laughs> so big day tomorrow because halo infinite campaign drops mm-hmm. oh that's I'm tomorrow sh- yeah tomorrow so i know that there was a great surprise for the xbox live uh, or xbox whatever 20th anniversary which was they released the halo infinite beta for the multiplayer it's free to play and the the gunplay was the gameplay in general was just so well received by the community it's finally a true sequel to what halo 3 was right and how could how could they fuck it up what what is what is the one thing that they could do to fuck this game up i don't know tell me ryan what is the one thing that they could do to fuck it up oh there's a couple things they could do let's right? let executives <laughs> make decisions i don't know greed maybe so have we ever seen a game get ruined because executives are money hungry? Uh, all the time. All the time. Then why would you do it to this game? Do you guys know what Battlefront 2 is? Yeah. From mm-hmm. EA? Mm-hmm. That game got slaughtered because mm-hmm. they... Because of one Reddit comment. <laughs> <they> ca- <laughs> Damn, bro. Because they butt-fucked it with <laughs> microtransactions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, this one, I think you can argue, is way worse than what Halo is going through, but... It's just so baffling to me that the executives just do not trust the game designers after however long games have been made. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, as a game designer myself, I, I just don't understand how they could think that you don't know what you're talking about. Let the money guys handle this shit. Like this is the whole free to play model is relatively new within the past ten years, mm-hmm. right? And for the most games part, as a service too, and just in general, yeah. And for the most part, it was associated with mobile games, mm-hmm. right? And I understand that they're chasing after the Fortnite money, right? You want to have that that massive one billion dollar, you know, year or whatever. For How long until we see a LeBron James Spartan in Halo? That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> You're gonna get the the King James um, armor core, but. <laughs> Just to give an idea of what happened. Mm-hmm. So for anyone that's played Halo in the past 20 years, there are expectations. So as an example, you're going to play Super Mario. Mm-hmm. Give me the expectations of the controls. What can Mario do? 
I'm going to be able to move um, in a three-dimensional space in any direction I want. I'm okay. going to be able to jump, uh, you know, and perform various types of jumps in order to traverse the landscape. Mm -hmm. I am... I mean, that's really what it. What kind of power-ups do you have? Oh, yeah. There's the fire flower. There's the mushroom. There's um, the tanuki suit. Okay. So you, you know what to expect mm -hmm. as a gamer when you see Mario, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to play Pokemon. Okay. How many Pokemon can you carry? At a time? Yeah. Six. How many moves can they have for Four. Pokemon? Okay. Cool. How many... Like, how do you catch Pokemon? With a Pokeball. So you have an expectation on what the game is going to have when you pick that game up. Mm-hmm. So when I'm playing Halo, oh man, here here's my Spartan. For the past 20 years in every single game, what can I do with it? I can change the color. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I can change the armor pieces. I can mix and match. Holy shit, there's elites. I can even be an elite now. Awesome. There's another uh, class or faction in Halo known as the Brutes, and they're the main antagonists in Infinite. Okay, they could probably be a class that I could play, right? Mm -hmm. You know what? No. If you want to customize your Spartan, you have to you have to unlock that armor color. Do you know how the system works? Armor color? Yeah. It's fucked up. Do you know how do you know like any in-depth stuff about this? I've played it like a handful of times, like hopping in and playing the games, but I haven't like looked too much into like the system though. Okay. So I also don't want to just, like slaughter this any more than it already has, and rightfully so, because the community isn't talking about it. It's been all over Reddit. It's been all over the news. Every single news article you can read about it, they're shitting on it. But essentially, the way that they have their system... Okay, so if I tell you Master Chief is originally a Mark II Spartan, mm -hmm. that's like... You may not understand what that is, but that's essentially... The, the generation? The generation that he is, right? Mm -hmm. or, uh, he's the first or second generation. I don't remember. But anyways, for the Spartans for Halo Reach... There's a specific armor core. That's what they call it. Okay. So think of an armor core as a character in Apex. Okay. So you know how there's Gibraltar, but then yeah. there's specific Gibraltar skins. Correct. Okay. So I can't use a skin that Lifeline has on Gibraltar. Right. That doesn't really make any sense. Right. Right. Okay. So they have the Halo Reach armor core, and let's say that you unlock... Um, do you know any of the characters from Halo Reach? Um, like the main characters? Yeah. It's been a minute Emil, since I've played it. you remember him with the skull on his yes. face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so his armor specifically... I use that. I feel like I'm pretty sure I used that in a previous, like... Yeah, it was in Halo Reach. You could get it. Okay, yeah. So you can take his helmet and put it only on the armor that is with the Halo Reach armor set. Do you okay. get what I'm trying to say? So, so if you unlock a piece, you have to unlock the specific armor core just to be able to use said piece? You have to piece. unlock the character, in this case, the armor core. Okay. And then you have to un uh, unlock it itself. Now, the fucked up thing is, let's say, so in the Battle Pass, they have Emil's entire armor set. Okay. So if you buy the premium one and you just play through the game, you can get it for free. Okay. So you have now unlocked every single piece for Emil's armor. Uh-huh. Do you think you can mix and match? I'm guessing now. Should you be able to? I would say yes. But so you are you a professional game designer? No. <laughs> yeah, they fucked up. I, it's baffling. You can't do that. So if you get that armor, if you get that armor set, Emil's, okay. you cannot mix and match it. 
And if you want his specific helmet, you have to buy it in the store for ten dollars. Wow! When so, it goes live, and if you miss it, you miss and there, it. And if I'm not mistaken, all the characters are like the same. It's there's no disparity in like classes or anything like that, right? It's just what you're, do you mean classes? You're, well, you're saying like okay, like if you have lifelines, can you can't use it on Gibraltar? Right. But lifelining and yeah, Gibraltar are two it's just specific. The armor core. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to use the Emil armor core, it's so it's the Halo Reach armor core. Mm-hmm. I want to use Emil's helmet. Mm-hmm. I should not get the set because I can't isolate the helmet. I have to go to the store to buy the helmet, but it's in a bundle for $15, but I can only buy coins in increments of 20. So I have to spend $20 on a $15 bundle. So essentially, it is junior level game design. That's shitty. You'd have basic Spartan, right? And for your basic Spartan, you could change the helmets, the the armor here, the armor on your legs. So the the models for each character, or I guess core, core, are specific cores, but you can only use said core if you have all the items you have to unlock you have to unlock the core and then you also have to unlock the specific pieces for that core oh my gosh so there isn't just one spartan they they separate it out which is okay mm-hmm. i think there's an argument to be made aesthetically mm-hmm. where if you have a specific shape language for one armor and then another shape language for another i can understand why you might not want to mix and match i can get that argument but at the same time, that is not what has happened in Halo the past 20 years. So if I get one helm and I want to equip said helm, I can't use it unless I specifically pay money to unlock the armor core. And then even when I get said armor core, I need to unlock all the other pieces just to use it? So you do get some of the armor cores for free. Okay. So they had their most recent... How many armor cores are there? There's only three right now. The Halo Reach one. Okay. The basic one. And then the Samurai one. Okay. So I'm going to go off on a fucking rampage right now because <laughs> so just just for like clarity's sake, I I I do this for a living, making limited time events and also monetizing it correctly. I've been doing it for 4 years. I'm on my 5th year right now. And I cannot describe it any other way than just junior level. Mm-hmm. Right? So it just makes no sense. So let me give you an example for how their progression works for a limited time event. So a limited time event. So I heard the I heard the progression was actually pretty fucking shitty because it oh, was it's, like it's awful because it wasn't even based on like like you were mentioning with Apex like you could just play the game and you'll get stuff but like in this like you specifically need to do certain things right. Have you ever seen the meme of Homer Simpson? I gotta look. Pee. Keep going. Keep going. Oh my keep god. Going. He does this every, keep going, every keep single going. time. Every single time. But so have you ever seen the meme of Homer Simpson standing like this in his underwear? Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks great from the front, but in the back, it's like all just disgustingness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine that the gameplay is him standing like this, but when you look from behind, everything else that's the progression system and all the other stuff that's intertwined with it. So for the for the uh, limit time event, so you know how like in in Fortnite, hey, the LeBron James stuff is out now. Get it for a limited time, or like Raiders, the thing for Apex, the pirate stuff that just came out. That's all limited time content, Mm -hmm. right? So the way that Halo does it is, hey, we got the, the Tenrai event. This is all like the Samurai-inspired stuff. Mm-hmm. And it looks fantastic. The armor looks super fucking sick. Mm-hmm. It comes with an armor core. The armor core is just Samurai-related pieces. Mm-hmm. So one of them is your waistband is a katana, right? And it looks sick. And that's okay. a callback to Halo 3 because you could get a katana on your back. right? And you had the Hayabusa helmet mm-hmm. too, right? So 
the way that they do it is, and this is nothing new, they'll have a mini battle pass aside, along with it. So let's say that the battle pass is 100 levels, the mm-hmm. normal one. Mm-hmm. The mini battle pass, the one for the samurai event, is only 30. Okay. They made it to where you can't buy through it. So if I wanted to just buy through the entire battle pass, I can't do that. Huh. And if there's 30 levels, that means it's only going to be up for three increments of time. The first increment was the when it launched, I think it was like the 20th, the 22nd through the 29th. So it was only up for a week. So you can only progress up to a certain point and you couldn't go you past it. You can only go it. past one day. You can only go up one tier per day. Wow. Okay. So if you miss one day, it is impossible for you to get through the event. Wow. What the fuck? And the okay. way that you get through the, the, the challenges is you have to complete a specific challenge. So let's say that I'm doing the Tenrai event, and in order for me to progress to the next tier, I have to get a killing spree in the Tenrai playlist, mm-hmm. which was Fiesta. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I got my killing spree. Well, let's take... I'm sorry to pick on you, but... Let's take someone like Robert's skill level. He's not good enough to get a killing spree. I'm not. How's he going to progress? I see. How, how, how would you progress? You don't. You, you can't? You, you would buy, you'd buy it. That's the only way that you can. But you can't, right? <laughs> yeah, they're popping off in chat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, so if you, you can answer these questions... These these questions were asked at the table. There is no way that these. <laughs> the funny thing is, is, like I've played probably like less than like two or three hours worth of this game. <laughs> like you're asking me all these questions, and and you're like, so you fucking understand, and you've barely played this game. But, How could they not? <laughs> and they made the game. But that that's that's just the baffling thing to me is that I I hate that this really just probably came down to executives oh. o- overruling the designers. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm saying, how, much, saying how, can we make the mo- how can we maximize our It's profits? like, well, like, you guys want to make this free-to-play. We have to do it this way. And I wish that they would just listen to the designers. And when they say, listen, if we make a fantastic product to start, and we already did with the gameplay, they have a lot of confidence with it. Just trust us on where we're going to take it. Because this is not a, it's not like Call of Duty. This isn't something you play for a year, and then there's a new one. This right. is the platform they're trying to make for the next 10. Right. And when everyone's after that Fortnite money or, you know, the Apex money, whatever, and they just completely undermine whatever the designers are saying of what not to do. Mm -hmm. And it's not like this hasn't happened before. It happened with Battlefield. It happened with Apex. It happened multiple times. So if I may chime in, I I don't think that these people are stupid. I think that this is calculated. I think that a year or two from now, the version of Halo that we should have gotten on launch will exist. But I think that they understand with it being new, there's certain things you can get away with. And that progressively making the game better over the course of the next few years, much like Apex did, much like a lot of these shooters did, we've already seen that you can release a game on launch. It could be AAA and it could be money grubby. Mm -hmm. And you could nickel and dime the shit out of the consumer when you have bare bones content because it's launch right that's a big problem with destiny i'll go after you but and you know exactly it's like we know we can get away with this now because we can we know people who are halo diehard fans they're going to play the game they're going to want that all the halo reach shit. they're going to buy it up and that's okay and the people who won't they won't but then we'll we'll make the game better we'll kind of 
chill out with the nickel and diming. Mm -hmm. And then we'll make it more accessible so that people like me, people, more casual people can approach the game, start unlocking a bunch of shit. But I'm sure playing Apex and starting now is much easier, much more accessible than it was on launch. And this game's only been out for three years. So can I counterpoint? Go for it. So with the way that you're describing it, I, I, can, I can understand where you're going. With they can't be stupid. They can't be stupid. I, I get that. It's so stupid, and I, I just can't that. believe they are. I, I, I get that. So you're telling me. But what power do you have as a game designer, though, if an executive is telling you, like, you need to make this as monetized, like, monetized right. as possible? Yep. Yeah. Which is what happened in Halo, which is why it took six years, and there's a bunch of features that's not there. Isn't there, like, a bunch of, like, shit going on right now with, like, Warzone devs, like, walking out and stuff because of stuff similar to that? I don't know. We'll get to that. I want to make my counterpoint before uh -huh. I forget it. Okay, so you're telling me that they... They thought of this stuff, and it's it's a big brain move that we're purposely making it bad at first, and then we'll go from there. Well, I'm just saying that uh, I th I think that I would believe that they understand that they can in increase the notches of intensity on the monetization now, and under the assumption that if if it's receiving as uh, the amount of um, fucking kickback from the audience now, they could just okay, fine, we'll ease up down the road. But right now, we know we can make this money. So I'll say this: I want to chime in real quick. That's a big thing that's going on with Destiny and with Bungie and has been going on for the past, like, I want to say two, three years. They always do something, and then they're always like, yeah, guys, you're right. We're sorry. And then they, like, roll back on it a little bit, and they're like, hey, guys, you see, we listen to the community. And it's like, at this at, at this point, it's 100% intentional now because they mm -hmm. it's it literally always happens. So, I mean, I wouldn't – I get what you're trying to say. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing, too. I don't know if that's what they're trying to do purposely, but – I feel like when you have an IP as big as Halo, like you don't really have time to kind of fuck around with shit like that. Cause you could, as quickly as you could build it up, you can eat, or as long as it took to build it up, you can just as easily like break it down, like just in an instant like that. And that's something that happens constantly, 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 constantly with, with Destiny. I have Ryan. a point to that, but I want to hear Ryan. So with the point that you're trying to make is let's just say that the game designers say, well, we want to sell this for a hundred dollars and the execs say, okay, well, we're going to sell it for $200 at launch. Okay, well, well, let's roll it back. The community's getting pissed off. Okay, it's 150 now. See, we listen to you guys. That's exactly. kind of like the point that you're trying to make. Okay. Yeah. So you're telling me that you think these execs feel that pissing the gamers off, losing funds at launch, and killing these devs and not listening to them is a better approach than listening to the devs and making the, letting them make decisions and giving them the power and letting the, the fan base be happy with the product to establish longevity. Better approach? No. no don't we don't not. think that's a better approach. I don't think that's a better approach. But that's exactly what's happening a lot of the time. But so. you're telling me that they think it's better to piss them off first and then fix it. I think that for some reason, you know, the money and financials oftentimes prove that this is, this is a viable tactic and that... I, when was the last time a game on launch provided was great, very well received, provided the character people with everything they want, and it took that extra effort to get the game there, and it was worth the investment? When was, what was the last game that the came out? The one that started out good and was just good, period? Yeah, one that released and was like... League of Legends. What? Mm. That I launched mean, good and it was just good? Yeah. I would say League. Yeah, I, well, I, I could agree with you because League of I Legends... I see where you're coming it with was that, new. but... It was new, and there wasn't any expectation as to what League would mm -hmm. be. Um, but, you know, with a game as big as Halo and other IPs like Battlefield, and things that are, have been around for a long time, it's like a lot of the times we see that you could 
release the game in a certain state and still make money. And then down the road, if you need to change things or adjust things, then that's the way it is. A lot of the times, though, people will just buy shit just blatantly. They, yeah, they'll they will. Just, 100%. They'll just buy it because... I can't it. think of the last time a game on launch that was like an established IP that was a service game was like no one... I mean, people are always going to complain, but the whole package was viable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, if, if that's the argument, then... You, there's an inherent risk of releasing a big IP and then you're trying to do your saying is like make it better through time, but then it fails because that's happened before mm-hmm. for sure. Battlefront two happened. EA lost a fuck ton of money off of that. Mm-hmm. And then it also happened with master chief collection. So what happened with master chief collection? You couldn't find games when it launched. What do you, what do you mean? Like you could just queue like, up for multiplayer and you uh, could not find a game. So what, why, ha- why did that happen though? Like what was the issue with that? Um, there was a lot of technical issues behind the scenes, but it was probably the same thing. They had to get it out. They rushed it, and it was broken. Like the also code s- was broken or something like that? It, it was also because the, the specific issue that happened was not going to be found until the game was released. That's true. It wasn't, it wasn't able to be found in a controlled environment, mm-hmm. basically. But to me, Go if on. you're going to re- be releasing Halo Infinite, the game was already in development hell. You already had a fuck ton of people leaving. There's already an insurmountable amount of tech debt with stuff that you need to be doing. I just don't... It, it upsetting from... This is purely for like a game design point of view that I'm giving. Mm-hmm. I, I just wish that execs would trust the game devs. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. I agree. That's the only point that I want to make. Whether or not... like which, It's probably more profitable to do it the way that you're describing. And I have seen it firsthand. And I've worked in it firsthand. I yeah. get that, right? But I, I just think that given the history of Halo and how successful it has always been and the potential, I just don't understand why the shot call would be, let's make it really shitty at first and then dial it back a little bit to make it seem like we're doing good for the community. I feel like it was, I, I feel like there has to be, maybe, probably not, but this is me trying to rationalize in my head, trying to rationalize something that I don't know why I'm trying to, but. My guess is probably they were like, oh, people will be more understanding. If we release said thing for free, they know that we're going to have to monetize something somewhere. But when you did it, when if, the way you explain it to me is like really like, what? That makes it's very junior level to me. That, that makes absolute. Can you at least like put colors on your armor? Like, so, can you shade it? Uh, no. So if you, you want red, if you get a new. So the default armor core, yes, you have colors. But if you want red for like the samurai one, you have to buy it. So every specific armor core has... Yikes. Oh, my God. So base... There's no, like, color shader picker. It's specific shades of colors they give you. And there's only, like, ten. Not even. Maybe, like, seven of them. But you need to unlock them. So the basic, basic ones... Buy them. You, I think you have. But, like, things like white, right? To just have white armor, you need to buy that with money. Yes. So what is... Okay. Let me... Let me what is unlockable via the battle pass? So, if I were to pay 20 bucks for said battle pass, what am okay. I getting out of so it? So let's just say that of all the characters in Halo Reach, there mm-hmm. was um, Noble Six. Let me see if I remember them. Um, Catherine, Emil, Carter, George. I think it was five. Yeah. So let's say that each of them had a head, shoulder. Let's just say that each piece had like 10, 10 items. Mm-hmm. So there's okay. 50 items to unlock. Okay. Right? Okay, so... That's 50 levels right there. Right. Each of them, you can unlock it through that. 
I'm and sure in each level you got your bullshit foo foo like sticker. Yeah, you have a, you have a free one. Yeah, they have emblems and shit. There. You're right. Yeah, but so like the other really annoying thing to me is the way that they did their progression for the battle pass. So let's say like they actually said this during their multiplayer overview when they said you unlock stuff in the battle pass purely by just playing the game. What does that mean to you? Whether I win or lose, I get. I unlock stuff more in my battle pass. Okay. So with the statement that they made, it's true. In order to progress through the battle pass, you just have to play the game. But the thing is, it's gated by challenges. That's like the killing spree you were just talking about there? Yeah, it's only challenges though. There is no drip progression. And what I mean by that is, well, I'm sorry to pick on you again, Robert. (laughs) But let's say that we're both playing Halo and we're both progressing through the battle pass. I'm going to progress through it faster because I can do way I can, faster. I can get a killing spree. Despite you probably playing less time than probably he is just right. because of that. But it's a very common practice to expedite the progress when you complete specific challenges. Apex does it too. I'm sure Fortnite does it as well. But for people like Robert who don't play the game that much and they just enjoy the gameplay, they might not be good. They're still earning XP and the XP gets me through the battle pass much slower than completing the challenges. So say I buy the battle pass, I spend 20 bucks on it right there, right? Mm-hmm. Say I go into a game and I don't complete any challenges, but I get a couple of kills and we win the match. Do I get any progression to really? They they patched that in. On launch, they patched no. that in, yeah. They just patched it in. But the fact that you have to patch, that's such an elementary thing like what? The drip fee thing was not in at launch and that that's why I'm saying I just kind of feel like a l- I I really don't think they knew what they were doing. It's just when I'm looking at the progression system and the way they did their limited time event, I genuinely don't think the system designers understood what they were doing. I mean, it's very clear that this is Halo's first like attempt into these types of events and all that stuff. Yeah, because I don't think there's ever been a live as a service like Master Halo, Chief Collection. Right? They're doing it right now oh, and they're yeah, doing it great. Right. And Master Chief Collection MCC, was very yeah. yeah. They, they, they do fun MCC. they do it really good in MCC ever since releasing on PC, which just baffles me even more. Is it run by? Oh, it's probably. I'm sure it's the same company, three, but probably four, different. Three. Probably different teams, right? They're still. T- it's still three four three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I like when I'm in my in uh, specific company, I can talk to different teams that are part of EA. Like I just did it not too long ago. Mm-hmm. It. I just. It's so hard for me to understand that they just fucked up this many things. The right. color thing specifically is really fucked up because I remember. I think that's an exact decision, man. It's really so. It has to be. I, I remember playing Halo Three and Halo Reach and like customizing the color of specific pieces. It wasn't just like you weren't forced into one color. You had a shader available, so you can pick a specific t- or like a shade or an array of colors. So there'd be like ten different greens, ten different yellows, ten different oranges, ten different blues. Now you get one of each primary color mm-hmm. and secondary color, and maybe some of the tertiaries. And that's it. And like, can I mix and match my shit? Like, can I have like a red helmet and like a yellow chest? No, no, you you can't. It's it's all one color. Oh, it's all one color. Yeah. So freaking kidding. So so one of the other things with the armor color thing is that, so they use the samurai thing as an example, and they have a legendary Mm. armor coating. Uh huh. Which, by the way, I don't know why they have tiers. Like, there's common, uncommon, rare. There's no RNG. There's no pack opening. So I don't know why there's a legendary. That's, that doesn't make any sense. That's it's, true. It's, yeah, it's, it's tied to the amount of money that's spent on the skin because higher tiers, the ones have like VFX, have textures, have different material no, effects. Dude, not even, not the colors. So specifically with the samurai one, mm-hmm. they have a really awesome 
uh, armor coating that's specific to that, and it's considered legendary. And a color the way that I'm, and you can check me on this, um, professional artist. Mm-hmm. So if I make a specific UV mapping for a specific armor, if I take it and put it onto a different armor coating, it could look fucked up. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm thinking when they were doing it, the, the specific armor coatings kind of make sense because the UV mapping for the samurai armor is not the same as the Halo Reach armor, so right? The models aren't the same, so it's not going to be the same UVs. I guess uh, one thing that this game has that others didn't is like certain, now there's like camo and like certain textured um, color patterns that you can apply. But before where it was just solid shades, you don't need a UV vat for that. You could change things out. You, you're just adding solid color to the whole thing. Right. Now that yes, you have certain texture patterns, certain material patterns, that needs to be tied specifically and done for that specific piece of armor. So yes, if you have super cool um, color way or color pattern that isn't just a block of color, it's specific to the samurai thing, well, that was made specifically for that piece of armor. But a counterpoint to that is that a lot of UV texture generation is, um, it's procedural now with substance and things like that. So like- So I could just attach it to another one and it should look good? So I upload my samurai armor. I have a material artist who has a node which corresponds to that and he just throws it on. And it's a little more complicated than that, but- Yeah, yeah. So you're telling me they can do it? All you'd have to do (laughs) is upload the new model. You already have the material there or like the configuration of what that is within substance. And you put it on that model, and it's not one-to-one. You'll have to adjust it a little bit. But for the most part, it's not like every material is painstakingly created. Like Once you have the general look of it, it's not super difficult to apply it to every single other armor. Do you think the artists at 343 know that? Oh, 100%, yes. So oh, yeah? It's disappointing. It's It sucks because, like, I mean, hearing all these things, like I said, I've, I've played it in very— a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, if you unlock super—if you unlock the color that you want or, like— Let's say you go through the whole battle pass. You you time check. In, we got like thirty minutes left. Or okay. something, you, know? you put a thousand hours in, and you have your perfectly crafted Spartan just the way you want it. You worked for it. The colors, the accessories, everything. It's great. But all that is all that customization is linked specifically to that piece of armor. So down the road, if something else comes out and it's like, oh, okay, well they have. I don't know this brand new uh, fucking Roman Roman themed uh, Spartan armor. Mm-hmm. Everything that you unlocked for that previous one, you now have to re-unlock for the new one. That's every sucks. color, every Wait, edition. So, so that's not an uncommon thing because it's the same thing for a, uh, an Apex character, right? So like when, uh, like when Watson came out, I now had to unlock all of her base colors again, but they were it's also not as specific to her. Though. No, also, I think that... Yeah, but if you have said character, if you unlock a skin for said character, that's it. Like, mm-hmm, you just exactly. unlock the skin. But, like, here, you only have one model, so if you want to use a different piece of armor, you have to unlock armor core, Honestly, and then the pieces, and then so all the different yeah. spots of paint or whatever the, mm-hmm. the hell is on there. and like Yeah, like, the pricing, too, is also... So I don't think it's outrageous for today's standards, because... I mean, in the games that I've worked on, you're paying over $100, in some cases $250 for a JPEG. card that doesn't work or isn't as good in two weeks, mm-hmm. right? But at least here, you have lifetime use for it. Like, once I unlock this cool battle rifle skin, 
you know, or color, whatever, at least I can use it from here on out. Right. Or like, here's this really cool visor. I mean, that's just cosmetics in general. Yeah, that's just, yeah. it doesn't affect gameplay, which is good. So it's not as bad as Battlefront 2. But the thing is, the, it's basically, they put the baseball on a tee and all had three, or all three, four, three had to do a swing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the executives were like, okay, well, we're going to do like an underhand toss now. Yeah. Okay, well, now I'm going to do a, a, uh, a fastball from Justin Verlander. Bro, you're going to... Don't get me started on this baseball stuff. Oh my God. I'm just making an analogy so that you understand what's happening. They had easy home runs, mm-hmm. but then it got harder and harder and harder to do because of the executives. Yeah. That's what I'm that's what I'm assuming. But it's just it's upsetting that there were so many easy things that they could do to make this game great. They already nailed the gameplay after say four or five. So let's let's talk about the gameplay for a little game. bit because from from the very little bit about uh, that I've played it, it seemed like a lot like like Halo Three, old school Halo, yeah, mm-hmm. like the Halo that I kind of remember. Like yep. I kind of, I kind of had to retrain myself. Like it doesn't matter how many times you headshot the dude. Like you got to kill his fucking overshield, like our shield first, and then you can go for the kill. And like that was tripped me up for like the first kind of couple of matches. And then like I was like, okay, that's right, so. I got another question for both of you. Okay, hit it. Okay, so when you when you play Halo Online, what playlists do you expect? Um, what what do you mean? Like what what game modes do you think you can you search for? Slayer, Slayer Oddball, SWAT. I'll stop you right there because you said it the first one. They took, they decided to not have Slayer as a playlist because they thought it would be detrimental. Detrimental. How? Did they say why? Detrimental to objective-based game modes. Or uh, it would make the... So it's basically like this. They think that if we have a Slayer playlist, 95% of the community will be in there. Only 5% of the community will be in the in I one. see. Okay. I personally don't think that's a bad thing. No, I don't think so either. It gets bad when you do, okay, this is Slayer on this map as a playlist. Slayer would be ours. This is Slayer with, um, with snipers. Assault snipers. I think if anything, it would help because like, I feel like whenever I played an objective-based match, you could tell that there was people that were clearly going for like the flag. Only and kills. Everybody else was out just going for kills. And yeah. you know what's also toxic is that when they were trying to complete some of these challenges, they were all Slayer-based. But I can only search for objective. So now no wow. one's playing the objective. Holy shit. Okay. So but that's such a fundamentally easy game system thing to consider. That's like when you when look at something so like micro that you don't even look at the macro and you're like, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but it released that way. And you know what? It could have been just purely due to time crunch. I actually think this game probably needs like another year and a half of development. Like, because does it still have the beta tag on it? I mean, it's still considered a beta, yeah. Okay. Because like the the campaign, the campaign I've heard is a masterpiece, which I'm I'm glad that there's finally positive reviews over a campaign. Comes it's been out a tomorrow. Long time. Yeah, it comes mm-hmm. out tomorrow. Now, is it it's is it a separate launcher or is it like you just no, launch it from? The it's, it's in campaign. Yeah, okay. you just you just literally. I'm sure on Steam you get the code or something and it unlocks it in the. Client. How much is it? Sixty? Like a yeah, normal game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like rightfully so. Apparently, you can complete it in 30 hours, but that's 30 percent of the game. Wow. But the other thing For is a first person shooter. The other thing is though, you can't go back to like a specific save point and play from there. You have to restart an entirely new file. Oh, so, so it's you, like Pokemon. So you can't go back and like do a certain mission. Yeah. No. Oh. Because it is open world, but think of it as Pokemon. Once That's you complete true. the it's Elite Four, world. you have to start a new save file if I want to go against the fifth gym again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't just go back from a save point and play right. like that. But the thing is, with previous Halo games, it was a point A to point B storyline. Right, there wasn't yeah. any branching paths. It was just stage. So if I want to play the Reclaimer stage, I can just go back and play it. But with this one, you can't do that. I w- I'm really... 
So I was really, I really wanted to get it because I oh, was definitely get it. I, definitely I was curious it. as to how they were going to change a game Halo that's been so like. Dude, I mean, that was a game that every other FPS like modeled itself after. So it's like now they're going to get the is a really good studio, and I will, I'll die on this hill. I I liked Halo Four and I liked Halo Five. I I know Did that everybody fucking hate Halo Five. They hated both, uh, but so. I, I just I, I know how good of a studio that is. Another big thing that we should talk about. Um, do you guys know who um, Jeff, Joseph Staten is? I think I'm saying his name correctly. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's one of the OGs from Halo CE, and he's been through two and three. He, I think he was the like on like on like on the dev team. Yeah. Okay. He was like an OG, and he What's his name? Joseph Staten. I want to say that's his name. I could be fucking it up. Joseph Staten Staten. Mm-hmm. Okay, but so he came back to the studio about a year and a half ago, and he's the design director now. So he was a writer for Bungie. Yeah, so him being there probably helped tremendously, like get them in line. Just because, like, I know that a lot of just so many people left that studio throughout the years of the development for for Infinite. So yeah, I remember on our first episode we when we talked about yeah we Halo, talked about all the dudes that have left. Yeah, it was like literally like it was like. A year or a year and a half ago, that like the main director, yeah, game director left. But overall, I'm still hyped for Halo. I'm so hyped for the campaign. I'm just, it's just very, very puzzling. Actually, I'm not surprised. No, no, no. I'm not either. I'm not you know surprised what? Either. Thinking about it, just because I've experienced it firsthand for four years, I'm not surprised that Exeps are just making the decision. So it's unfortunate that it's come to this like over the years. Playing off what Vegas said earlier about how, man, it's such a big IP. Like, how could they, you know, how could they do this or play that risky game because it's a big IP and might fail? We all remember Halo 4 and Halo 5 came out to horrible reviews. Like, people literally thought that Halo was dead post Halo oh, yeah. 5. I, I would, I would, okay, so the, the, the time. The time frame from around Halo 4, though, is much different from what it is now. No, for sure. But like, that's because... Social media isn't as big as it was back then. Like, you know, we, we didn't have things as as, as accessible as it is. Like, you look at any game from, like, 10, 15 years ago, you weren't able to, like, interact with anybody, like, who would be working on the game. But you still... Know? Nowadays, you can go on Twitter and just type in whatever, and you could probably find someone who works on said game. You the know? last two iterations of the game were... Negatively received without a shadow of a doubt, but the game still lives. Call of Duty comes out every single year to the same criticism, and the game still lives. Battlefield 42, you know, Pokemon remakes. A lot oh, of the I same. Will, 2042 is dying, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. But really? I'm, oh, it's, have you yeah. played it? I have not. I've heard it was we, pretty we, we can We can talk about that next, but I want Robert to uh, finish his point. So essentially, it's like we've seen. Time and time again, over the course of many IPs, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, Indie, that these giants can come out with these games and people will buy it. That's just it. People True. will fucking I'm, buy it. I'm going to buy Halo. <laughs> I'll be honest. But I mean, I'm also hyped for Halo. I think that in its current state, like I played it myself. I had fun. I'm just casual with it. Granted, the progression from a casual perspective I feel like I have to be really fucking sweaty if I needed to get that shit. So mm-hmm. yeah. I don't necessarily have a lot of incentive to play the current version of Halo uh, as opposed to something like Fortnite or even Apex. Like, I know I could jump into Apex with this pirate thing, and there, there's no doubt in my mind that I can lock a couple skins. I'll have fun doing it. I'll progress through the battle pass at a good rate. Um, and I'm sure that in like a year or two, Halo will definitely be there. Mm-hmm. But we just see all the time that people still buy it. People that's, say, that's people just, that's will just the, always the, buy it. the, the 
the climate that we're in nowadays like FOMO with the well not only that I was gonna say like something that I see you see a ton of now that you never would have seen before is like oh pay for this and get early access or, oh yeah or pay for this and get early access to the beta. Here's or, an exclusive skin if you buy it from this place. Yeah, and and like now that's that's the thing. It's like so, yeah, we're just gonna release whatever product early and then we'll improve it over time because you know at least we got people hooked in at that then at that point in time. So for, for Final Fantasy 14 just did this with Endwalker, right? But the thing is, I think that was a good move because you're offloading a lot of the day one um, traffic with like did what exactly it. with Endwalker. They did like a, a few. You had access to the entire campaign. You can make the characters. You could do everything like five days before it went live today. Like and Walker t- came out like three or four days ago. Oh, oh, oh I see. But what you're it's saying. because day one something like that is so crazy that if you uh, if you allowed this kind of tiered introduction based on super fans of the game. So okay, I can kind of understand that. Yeah. Like that that is something like. When That's you have smart. A, yeah, when you have a game yeah. as big as, especially when you have server capacity issues, like exactly. every single World of Warcraft expansion release, you can never play the game for like the first week because there's always either like insane queues, yeah, like or the servers are extremely unstable, whatever the case may be. Um, so like that makes sense to me, but I mean like more in the sense of like, what was that? I know what you're talking about. Where it's like it's an unfinished product. You're just trying to rake it. Like um, betas have betas used to be like for people to like go in and like actually find bugs and like try it out and like be like okay now we can work on this nowadays they're just glorified demos yep they're just well i mean how long was or, Fortnite or in, in the beta case for? in the case of halo like it's just it's it's just releasing it's not even a beta like mm-hmm. they say it's a beta but they just practically released it well the game before the campaign so the, came out. the game is tight you know battlefield 42 the game is not tight if you play the halo the game it's tight and the experience of playing the actual game you is have good. have you played 2042 no, but I've seen, I saw someone do like a two hour review on it and I watched it and I was like, okay, that's fucked up because like multiple game crashes, um, input lag, dif- major input lag differences. Um, you know, the fact that they've stripped out a lot of what made the game Battlefield for Battlefield in the first place is not in there. So it's like, even if you wanted to play the game, it's most of the time you physically cannot. That's how bad the state yeah. is using it. And that's, that's irredeemable but it'll be fine there will be battlefield 52 and like a, this may be a little bit of, i don't mean to come across as jaded as i am but that's just that's just the way it is right now like no i totally get you if know. i buy something on day one or if i if i buy something i want to be able to use it like that's the whole point of me that's why it, pokemon you know? i love pokemon right i will not buy a pokemon game until i feel like something a big enough shift happens with with their product that so what's a big enough shift for you though rcs don't get me started on rcs oh, Jesus, here we go so, I mean, for me personally, I would want to see more depth in the game, uh, end game, which takes you out to level cap, because I feel like it's pointless that you play the game for upwards of getting your Pokemon level 50, and then after that, there's just nothing. Um, so, a good post game that takes you all the way through actual, diff- like, some form of difficulty modifier, something that makes me actually want to think about who I have, what moves I have, because I play through Pokemon every single time, and every single time I'm like, maybe I'll. So my this only one. my only counterpoint to that would be like, was when you have a game that's been around like for Pokemon for so long, just like Halo or Call of Duty or any other game. It's like what, excuse me. It's like what what more is there that like? It's the same formula. So it's mm-hmm. like you're asking them to like, but like what it, what more do you mean like by post game content? Like Pokemon do you mean Infinite. like do you? <laughs> That's the for next the, step for the next ten years, dude. Imagine, imagine a Pokemon game. We could travel to all the all the regions. I hey, that sounds like a good idea to me. That I'd I'd go back. Okay, for that. but now my number is seven seven. No, as, a de- as a de- <laughs> <laughs> 
now as a developer though like a mat like could you imagine like making a game like with that much though to have all yeah seven, well, you're called an mmo pokemon games as a service generations yeah, in there you literally just make it a games as a service mm-hmm. hmm, i want to it's not like we have technical technological uh restrictions you can make that game mm-hmm. it's just a massive time investment i guess i don't know i just can't see you making like they pokemon did two regions in the night or 2000 year 2000 yeah for gold and silver they crammed oh, yeah, all yeah. that into one yeah game. yeah well, i mean we talked about it in that, in that episode but i mean i'm just i don't know i just oh i hear God, a lot new of people update, like, new region wow easy peasy so uh, but what difference is that from any other game making a new campaign exactly you don't need a you don't need to have pokemon 2 anymore or pokemon 3 you just have a hub you don't have to go out to the store to buy the game anymore you just download it i i, I honestly so you want them to do that to monetize i would the show i w- would love Gotta pay like you gotta pay $100 for a Mew and then another 100 for a Shiny if they, Mew. If Pokemon Infinite came out and it had four regions at launch and then each region had like 30 hours of gameplay, which is what they normally have, mm-hmm. take my money. Easy peasy. If there was a... You're gonna sell it for the same amount of money? Yeah. 60 bucks? Yeah. You're paying I'd, $60 for 30 hours. I'd fucking buy it. Or if there's four of them, so you're paying... You're paying 60 bucks for 120 hours worth of content. I have an idea. How about this? You have... So... Did you ever watch the Pokemon? Um, I guess we're segueing into Pokemon for the last little bit of it. Did you ever watch the Pokemon special? <laughs> All like t- 15 minutes of it. Okay, Which I'll one? be quick on my point. Did you ever watch the Pokemon special um, that one? came out back in 2013, 14? It was about Pokemon like, Origins. Pokemon Origins, yes. That one was hype. That was like the gritty Pokemon it one. It was. Right? So, yes. And so what was really cool is that you t- it was expanded upon in Origins that you could take any path you wanted based on where you lived uh, around the gyms. And the gyms would... Ca- Based on how many badges you had, the gyms would change what Pokemon they use and how hard the gym leader would go. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe having some form of procedurally generated or like something that allows you, you don't have this one specific route um, that everyone takes, that everyone experiences, right? If you had a Pokemon that you could maybe pick multiple different starting locations, make your own route, have your own path, your own story that you carve through Pokemon based on what you want to do. And maybe you have some sort of hard setups in certain places so that you can't explore here, whatever. But in terms of like my experience with Pokemon could be more unique to what I want and it to be different from you. And we can compare that way, you know, and that's where a lot of RPGs, you know, we don't play MMO to do the same thing, right? We have, I play. There are two different types of games, though. MMO compared to a regular RPG. Well, I'm just. This Regardless is just an idea. of Pokemon, this is aside, just an idea. If you're taking Final Fantasy into account, like, there's a reason progression is in a game for a reason. I feel like Pokemon could develop a game where difficulty can scale. And I, I, I 100% agree with you. And I 100% agree with you. If they did something you. like that, but I I'm, would buy. I'm, my a point is, game. you could apply that logic to, like, so many other games, too. And I think that a lot of other games are stale. You know, you, a lot of games get sure. away with coming out with. You know, the next iteration, and it's just like, because it's easy. People will buy it. Call of Duty, people will buy it. That's just it. You don't have to go that hard or invest that much. But there are obviously new ideas that, and this is just it. You have the indie game community, and they make the cool experimental stuff, right? And whenever anyone has a hit, you know what happens? Hey, we'll either buy it or we'll do it better, and we're throwing more money on it. But no AAA studio is going to experiment with their IP. That's just the way it works. They're just going to keep doing whatever they do until... Like, let's say with Pokemon, for instance, there's Nexamon, which is like the Steam kind of um, MMO version of Pokemon. And they're trying a bunch of different stuff, and they're seeing a decent amount of success in financial incentive and backing because it's like an MMO, and you, you can interact with multiple trainers, and there's like a... It's essentially Pokemon, but you're, you're able to have experiences with other players. And they're really focusing on, like, how can we make, you know, Pokemon or Pokemon as an MMO and make it work. 
So I, I imagine that if Nexamon or any other freaking um, uh, Pokemon clone gets big enough and they do something different, Pokemon will just copy it. But until that happens, it's not going to happen. They're just going to keep releasing, re-releasing old games and making a fuck ton of money because it's Pokemon Diamond and I played it as a kid and I just want to buy it again. And Brian, are you going to play through the whole game? Right. Yeah. The Shade. whole game? Yeah. Okay, just paid uh, 50 bucks for it. Yeah. Shade thrown here. Shade thrown. I, I just, with Pokemon, it's cool. No, it's cool. We just spent a you know a whole hour fifty minutes talking about Fortnite, but one minute I want to talk about Pokemon. You know, we just got to shit all over it, right? No, I, we can. T- we can, hey, if you have great things to say, like I said, Pokemon as an IP, I love. We don't really have much time, honestly. I, I like Pokemon. I just got admit that it's kind of stale. It's, it's super That's stale. Fair. That's fair. We trying to wrap things up. Um, we can if you want. We uh, we're at a. Like Man, I don't even know what episode this is. Oh, I don't even think I changed seven. Did I we, changed did it. We change the title. I on? changed it. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, episode seven, seven, seven or eight. I like how we said it at the end. Seven or eight. Seven. Okay. Okay. With the with the missing, the missing episode. With the missing, the missing no. The with missing no. Yes. With okay. The well, the missing episode was three. Mm, okay. I think it was three. How much time do we have left? On the SD card, twenty minutes. Okay. Okay, can I can I bring up a fun topic? Go for Just, it. I want to end on something more positive. So it's the month of December. Uh huh. So that's always great. It's my favorite time of the year. I would like to know what, what's like your favorite Christmas either movie or special, and if there's any that are upcoming that you're actually excited for. Hmm. You guys have any? I have a couple bangers in my head. Movie? Does Die Hard count? That is a good I question. Guess. Yeah. I would say it's a Christmas movie because mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch that movie any time of the year. Die Hard is one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Okay, so Die Hard? No, but on the real, uh, probably Home Alone 2. Home, Home Alone is good. Home Alone 2 is also really good. What about you, Robert? I remember as a kid watching all of the other reindeer a lot and really liking the animation. All of the other reindeer? It was a dog, and her name was Olive, and she... Olive the other reindeer. It, it was a joke. Here, I'll show you. You've never heard of it? No. I'll show you the video. It, it was like it was like a joke. They did like a play on the words from the song, and then they actually like made a thing out of it. And I remember watching this in school, and every time it was ever on TV, I'd get so hype about it. I think, oh, oh, she was a Jack Russell Terrier. Look at that. She's a little man. Oh, I know, Olive. Exactly. Yes. So whenever this movie came on, I always loved it as a kid, and I always watched it. And I just feel like this this movie and the vibe of this movie and the animation style was just like everything. Everything Christmas? Kid. Yes. Okay. So... I think so. One of the points that I want to make, I think the '90s was the best time period for Christmas movies, because I think both of the Home Alones came out in the '90s. I'm not counting three, four, or five, and the other crazy ones. Those mm-hmm. ones the only count. two that matter. Yeah, the only two with Macaulay Culkin. So those were in the '90s. There's a movie, my favorite Christmas movie of all time, which is The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. You're actually watching it the other night with yeah, Santa. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite Christmas. '90 movie. and then '92. Yeah, and then as far as like specials go for Christmas. So Charlie Brown Christmas. the Fairly Odd Parents had just the most fantastic Christmas special. I forgot what it might have been like 2001 or 2002, but it was basically like a musical and Timmy Turner, which is that every day was Christmas. But then Santa Claus is like, well, fuck, dude, I can't keep making toys. And oh, just, I remember this. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. A uh-huh. Fucking banger. Dude. Mm-hmm. It is such a fucking banger. But I just feel like they don't make Christmas specials like that anymore. A Fairly Odd Christmas? A mm-hmm. Fairly Odd Christmas was a fucking goaded that was Christmas special. Okay. 2002. <laughs> the, the SpongeBob Christmas special? Uh, mm-hmm. It says here, uh, 2012. <laughs> the Fairly Odd one? Yes. There's no way. You might be thinking of a different one. Was it an episode? It was an episode, yeah. Um, 
Oh, is that what Drake Bell is Timmy Turner? That doesn't count. Fairly Odd Parents, Christmas Every Day. Okay, so that was 2001. Okay, okay 2001. That makes sense. Yeah. But so I think, I think like the, the mid-90s or just the 90s in general and like the very early 2000s was the best time for Christmas specials because I can't think of any other like really popular ones that are out right now. They made a live out. action Fairly Odd Parents Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Drake Bell was Timmy Turner. It was. And I was pretty fucking salty about it. What the hell? How would you do that to that man? Come on. He already had like a really bad car accident. Josh Peck didn't invite him to the wedding. It's fucked up. So it's so fucked up. Oh, that's true. They didn't he didn't invite him to the wedding. Yeah. I remember that. It's really fucked up. He got pretty he got pretty upset about that. Granted, I don't watch cable, so I I'm Likewise. not Likewise. Who I'm, does anymore? That's what I'm saying. I'm Boomers not as do to watch sports. I'm <laughs> not as in tune with kind of what is out there, what's popular with like I guess Nickelodeon and Disney Channel and stuff, but Thinking about it, I I feel like you're right. Yeah, there's there's not as many like Christmas specials that come out to that. Like you remember like growing up in the '90s and 2000s, like every single December that came around, you were oh, a new Christmas fucking. Special. Every show had a Christmas special. Hey, every on show one, had Ned Eddie, whatever whatever network you were on, Yo, there was Annette a fucking there's a fucking Throwback. Christmas special coming always, up in New York. Always, for always, it. Mm. and a lot of them were able to go through for like multiple years. Like the Fairly Odd Parents one. That the the Christmas Every Day special was probably viable for like seven years. Mm-hmm. Like it was viable for a really long fucking time. It was such a good episode. Um, Grinch. Yeah, I, I at least just wanted to Jim Carrey Grinch. Both. Jim Carrey Grinches. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, Jim yeah, yeah. That Grinch was a fucking banger. I also like the original animation. Before everything was animated, and that was like legit makeup. He looked like a fucking Grinch. You spent like. Three hours, four hours, like every day just doing makeup. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I remember my, I don't know why this movie specifically, it was like Jack Frost, but it was like a 90s Jack Frost, where like a dad, the dad became Jack Frost. I'm pretty like, sure that's the Santa Claus 3. No, 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 not that one. It was Jack like, Frost was a snowman. Yeah, Jack, Jack Frost. Frost was a oh, snowman. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah the, the dad died in a car accident. Yes. And then mm-hmm. he came back as a creepy ass snowman. Yeah. How fucking like creepy is and that? It was like, like a scary movie, wasn't I, it? I, no, no, it was, no, it was, it was, a, it was a good one. Wasn't there, wasn't there like a scary Christmas movie with a, with a, a snowman like that? I don't know. Yeah, there definitely is. He killed people with his nose. Uh, the carrot was like a knife or something. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching Jack no, Frost. No, Jack Frost. Okay, I know I which one you're talking about now. Because the kid like played hockey, mm-hmm. and then his dad was like a harmonica player. And like I remember the kid being like, "How are you, my dad?" And like the snowman starts. Like, oh my god, <laughs> dude, they're <like>, genius, genius. <laughs> I just remember fucking as a kid, genius. and as I'm like, "Oh my god, it's his dad. <laughs> he has the harmonica." Dude, I, I think I remember him seeing like from the window, like his ex-wife, like st- like a dude. They Getting were on a fucked d- by another. Yeah, dude. there's like another dude in the picture, and he's just watching <laughs> no, from the window, happen. like. <laughs> dude, I'm Could pretty sure. Imagine? Could you imagine if you're like, I fucking die. I miss my son and my wife. The first image I see, like, no. She's getting railed by the neighbor. <laughs> God damn it. Merry Christmas. <laughs> She's getting fucked. And then it turns into a horror movie. Oh <laughs> my like, god! Back with the vengeance. Holy shit, that's so fucking fun. We gotta call out the people that made Jack Frost. Be like, yo, Jack Big. Frost too. What are they? <laughs> when? <laughs> when? And then, like he actually fucks her as a snowman, mm-hmm. bro. That'd be a fucking banger. And then they have a yo, team call us up, Paramount or wh- whoever, whoever the fuck makes made that movie. We got ideas here. We got ideas, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's the hype pod at gmail.com. That's, God that's damn the it. business email. God damn it. <laughs> Watch out for the new movie, Jack Frost 2, coming out in 2023. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Executive producers, <laughs> what's the hype? Oh, my gosh. That'd be so funny. I just wanted to end the podcast on a lighter note. Mm-hmm. Good, um, topic, good topic. But yeah, so we're going to be doing more. Yes. We're finally going to be able to commit maybe 
dare I say once a week? Once a week, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously holidays, holidays are coming up, so that's going to be a little bit more difficult. Hey, what's Christmas on this this year? Saturday. Saturday. Oh, we'll be fine then. We got we, we good. I don't see Tuesday. What Tuesdays is the fourteenth, the twenty first, the twenty eighth, the fourth. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Tuesdays are clear. Okay, good. Yeah, so um, we haven't talked about what the next episode is going to be just because there's been volatility with us. But given that Robert has more free time, I think that we're actually going to be able to go really ham on some content for you guys with What's the Hype. So expect more episodes, expect more, you know, little 30 second clips or like us posting on shit. Um, go ahead and follow our Instagram, Facebook. Do we have Facebook? No, not Facebook. No, Instagram, no. Twitter, um, TikTok. We need a TikTok. We do need a TikTok. You should TikTok. I just posted my first TikTok today. Okay, this man TikToks like a motherfucker. Oh my god! Like it, when he's at the gym, he's listening to "You Say Run," and then he's also like looking at TikTok, anime music and TikTok. Yeah, That's good. Um, but yeah, so definitely uh, now that you know, I have more time, I can focus more on the content on the, all those pages. So mm-hmm. give us a follow if you want. Um, you know, we want to be kind of streaming more, have more presence. If you guys have any suggestions on things yes, you'd like please. to give us. Uh, um a deep dive on um we are more than happy to accommodate um this was kind of just like a getting our bearings back episode but uh i'm more than happy shoot us a dm on what's the hype or our personal channels and if you got anything that you want to you want to hear our take on just shout it out we got you yeah there's enough collective just media knowledge around here that i think we can talk about just about anything for sure to at least some degree mm-hmm. and even then we can always prepare like but right before an episode yeah for sure i want to do another deep 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 dive yeah episode. you were saying that you want to do like a deep deep dive mm-hmm. i just commit we, to something right now what's the game going to be right now uh banjo kazooie the production Ooh. of banjo kazooie how i came about you want to do a deep dive on banjo we can all do a deep dive on banjo, banjo. Together. but there's, there's like nothing new for banjo though that's true well, we could still tell the story of like how does a game like that who thought of it how did it come out how, it was so well received, yeah, let's see. and what? why did it fizzle out? So, like, what these was, are the questions. Maybe it can be a new segment. What was the hype? What was the hype yes. about mm. Banjo Kazooie? I'm down for that. I still feel like a, a, we're getting a remake on the Switch at some point. Dude, if they can do they Crash to. Bandicoot and they can do Spyro, they could definitely do Banjo. And both those games are very well received. Yeah, they're, they're great games. Um, but okay, so we'll go ahead and start to wrap this thing up. Um, we can do some outros, do some social plugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me. Uh, it's pretty much everything is it's bulk nation. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm glad we were able to go over all this shit with you guys. Me. Um, I don't social media much. Uh, my Instagram is Vega face, Vega face with a Y V F A Y C E. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when the last time I posted something on there was so slide in his DMS. <laughs> yeah. There you um, so we got, slide uh, in. Instagram is at rc.lightning, um, and then Twitch is twitch.tv slash rclightning as well. Um, and yeah, uh, again, if you want to tag along for my 3D modeling streams, I'm more than happy to share any knowledge on game art and how to break into the industry. Not that I've broken in, but at least from what I've learned in my perspective, and maybe Ryan will be on there yeah, too. Yeah, if you want to learn how to br- break into the industry, I got you. There and you I'm go. also streaming a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, twitch.tv slash Vincent. I want to do streams from What's the Hype, like another stream besides just the podcast, but we'll discuss yeah, that. Yeah, we, right? we need to stream more often. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's going to do it for us, guys. Thank you again so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll catch you guys later. Have a good night, y'all. Deuces. You want to play the music on there? The stream beats? Oh. Oh, no.
Is that muted? Yeah. Pressure. <coughs> oh, God. God damn it. Pressure. <coughs> 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 <coughs>